Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit around and talk about a kid's show with monsters and the most perplexing dubbing errors I have ever experienced in my life. What? Yeah, we'll get to it, but what? <laughs> like, that's the only explanation. Is this the Digi Ghost and the Digi Shell? Like, this, that was actually a little unnerving what happened in that episode. I think if you're talking about Ghost in the Shell, you don't have to put Digi in front of that, do you? Yes, you do. Okay, it's either that or Ghost Digimon. Digi must be in everything. Wait, it's either that or Ghostmon in the Shellmon, and I don't want to... That's already a fix That's, that's Baka... That would be Bakamon, Bakamon in the, the Shellmon. Shellmon. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a porno. I was about to say, that's already someone slash fic existing. <laughs> so, yeah, there's... Holy shit, there's a lot to talk about. Including introductions. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, hi, I'm Tyler. I host. You can't see it, but I'm giving a thumbs up. <laughs> hi, I'm Jules. I'm also a co-host. And I'm, you can't see it, but I'm shaking my head right now. So I haven't found any uh, like legitimate ones, but there is a Kaumon fan Digimon oh, on the wiki. Joel. Oh, fuck me. Joel, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't recorded. Whatever. <laughs> I'm no, mostly just Joel. Concerned. I'll introduce mostly... him for you. I'm yeah. mostly just concerned that there's an entire section of the wiki devoted to fan Digimon. Uh, are you surprised? Like, I mean... No, but I'm worried because... <laughs> of what you might find? Well, I'm pretty sure this list is, like, significantly larger than the list of legitimate Digimon. Well, yeah. Like, what's the criteria for getting a Digimon on the fan is it Digimon like, Do you wiki? own you a just... wiki account? <laughs> That is the only criteria. I want to imagine it's a really stringent process, like getting your SCP put on the foundation website. Yeah, like you have to submit. You have to submit a bunch of documents, and it has to go through a whole peer review process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and they'll, they'll interview you as well on like an IRC. Like, yeah, it, that's what it's all about, right? That's how you get your fan Digimon. Yeah, it's real in depth. Yeah, that's how that's how I got my fucking uh, crest of smoking for twenty blunts on the wiki. You know, I had to go through a whole review. It's like getting a PhD. <laughs> It's rough. The D stands for Digimon. So you have to be well. a, so you have to be a published published in the fan fiction community, right? Like before they'll even consider you. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, you you two don't know where I've been. <laughs> so in uh, big news, it's been confirmed that there is a English dub of Try happening. It's real. I will finally, it's be able to rumor. watch it. We're continuing yes. this nightmare train. Uh, so that came out like a week ago, if that. Um, when Jeff Nimoy, who was the voice of Tentomon, announced he was returning as Tentomon in a dub that has not yet been announced. <laughs> Smooth. So good on him. <laughs> nice work, Tentomon. He 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 may no longer be returning as Tentomon. <laughs> <laughs> Tentomon has been killed in the so, dub. 
uh, he's not writing or directing. He wrote and directed a lot of Digimon under Saban, but he's really? not doing that. He's just voicing. I just imagine Tentamon in the stereotypical director's garb with the pantaloons and, yes. the, and the cap. Uh, <laughs> um, also confirmed to be returning is Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who voiced Sora. Oh, cool. Uh, Mona Marshall, who voiced Izzy. Nice. And Laura Summer, who voiced Padamon. Okay. Also I'm- featuring... As TK is Johnny Young Bosch. Hey! What? What? You mean they're yeah. not bringing Wendy Lee back for that? <laughs> hey, hey! Wendy Lee only voiced him when he was young. The voice of him when he was in O2 was Doug Erholtz, who famously also voices Metal Siegeramon. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, who has also been confirmed to be returning in a recurring role. Wait, Metal Siegeramon is? No, Doug Erholtz. Okay. I wish Mel Cedron came back. What about the voice of Ty? He may be a magician, but he says he's still up for playing Ty. Yeah, yeah. He retired from voice acting in like 2005. Oh no, but he's st- always said. Yeah, but he still says. Yeah, like, he's, he's always still said. <laughs> um, if they want him to come back as Ty, he'll do it. And right after Jeff Nimoy said he was coming back, he put out a tweet saying, uh, "Should I do it?" Hashtag Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> to which the resounding answer is yes. <laughs> so the next By question any chance is you listen to this podcast the answer is yes you should so the next question is has he been asked <laughs> um rumors abound that uh he's in negotiations now i would imagine so, like the only way he gets off, we can only hope like you'll uh, you'll make you give me a contract if i can guess your card <laughs> so i really like the idea that he calls up the studio to be like hey so um yeah you guys are interested in me coming back as ty right and there's an audible sigh on the line and then they put him on put him on hold and they're like okay who told him about (laughs) it's really weird because um jeff nimoy said that as far as he knows the plan was to try and get as many people reprising their roles as the digimon as possible and recast the kids. Oh, so they've cast um, three of the, three of the eight kids, and two of them are the same people. They got to get I back mean, the voice can... actor Gabumon. I hope they get back the guy that played Gomamon. Yeah, that's that's fair that enough. Would be actually, wonderful. <laughs> what, what is uh, old Kirk Thornton? I'm sorry. Actually, I'm, as I'm far as just, I'm dumping, diving down into the fucking depths of Digimon <laughs> myself for voice actors, because I hate myself, yeah. I guess. Uh, and there's rumors going around that the voice of Kari, whose name I can't remember, I had it written down, but I don't know where. I'm on the wiki, uh, I'll find it for you, don't worry. <laughs> go on. Uh, season 2, Kari. Oh, um, season 2. Oh, I've got to go to season 2 wiki, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're pretty sure she's not coming back. So that'd be Lara Jill Miller. Yes, that's her name. The, there it is in my notes. I see it now. <laughs> that it's been said. Uh, will likely not be returning. So, huh. so that's kind, no of, a dis- that's kind of a distinctive voice. Yeah, it is, isn't it, actually? Like, I, I, I can mean, hear it clearly in my She was head. in Tamers, and I recognized it instantly. Yeah. She was the teacher in Tamers. And she I was. Just like, that's was, just courage. Yeah, yeah, that was super distracting. I mean, it was like that yeah. one episode, the uh, Brian. It wasn't even the same actor doing a different voice. It was just straight up courage. <laughs> I mean, it was like. The same thing when um 
the voice actor for Davis, uh, Brian Donovan, was, was in one episode of Tamers. I was like, oh god, he's penetrated. He's in this show as well. <laughs> he's crossed the barrier. He's the new Rio. Um, just checking. Uh, oh, oh god. Robert, oh, fuck. Just checking Robert the, the Klein. Digital uh, multiverse would be screwed. A little bit. Mm. So far, I don't yep. think Robert Mon Klein, the voice actor for Gomamon, has done anything super recent. Oh, I hope he comes back. So what you're saying is he'll need the money. <laughs> um, Shit. I don't know if you know this, but there's like no money in anime dubbing. Oh, there's no there's no money in voice acting. Period. Unless you yeah, unless you're not a voice like, unless you're not a voice actor. Anime dubbing is like scraping the barrel of the voice acting industry. Unless you're fucking uh, unless you're Johnny Long Bosch or Vic Mignogna, like you're not getting money. Yeah. Or Steve Blum. I mean, yeah, but he's not been anything huge lately. It's still Vic Mignogna. I, I don't. Is is yeah. Steve? I I feel like he must be making most of his money through sheer volume. Yeah. Yeah. That's how most. That's why there's so many, uh, especially in anime dubbing and voice acting in general. You have like that one person that does like eighty different things that you know, because they need to. If if they're gonna live as a voice actor, that's what they need to do. Yeah. Oh god, that's uh, right, CJ yeah. Bloom was in Mighty Number no. 9 as well. Christ. <laughs> so, um, Saban is apparently not involved at all in this one. Hooray! Yeah, that's that's a but good that thing. also could be a bad thing. Because as far as we're aware, Saban owns the rights to all of the original music Shit. made for their Shit! Day. That, that's yeah, that might explain that Which brings us to the next teaser. point. That's a fucking monkey paw wish we got. <laughs> Now, do you, I was going to say, do you like it or do you I don't think it's like good. it? I don't think it's good, but I like it. Do you like it the same way you, like, one would say, like, the movie Wait, Food is that Fight. the, is, is that the sub, <laughs> is that the, like, the subtitle of this podcast? What? I don't think it's good, but I like it. But I like it. 
Yeah. That's sort of just our motto in general. Well, I don't know. Like, the first, I don't, what, 16 episodes or so, we just kept the I don't think it's good part. <laughs> yeah. We actually got an um, iTunes review about that where someone was like, if you hate this show much, so, so much, why do you keep watching it? We don't know. <laughs> we don't fucking know. <laughs> like, yeah. Why did you ask that the is a question. movie guys? That is like, yeah, that is a question yeah. we have purposely avoided asking ourselves for <laughs> months I, now. I told we my, may go crazy if we do that. I told my best friend about this whole fucking deal, and he, like, after I told him everything, he just went, why don't you just stop? I was like, no? <laughs> like, I'm we sorry, can't. what? Stop. Yeah, I'm sorry, stop? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So even though Saban's not involved, apparently, um, Toei and... A film distribution company put out a press release that refers to the group as the Digidestined, and they call him Tai, not Tai Chi. Oh. So it seems to actually be a dub in the vein of the Saban dub. Okay. So I'm actually I'm actually kind of curious this is going to shake out then because some of that material, some of that translation material, could be copyrighted, and Saban is notoriously lit- litigious. Litigious. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah, litigious. Yep. Yeah. Um. So that distribution company that put out the press release also announced that uh, in September it will be doing a one-night theatrical release of the first Try movie in English in, this is a quote, 300-plus U.S. cities. Sweet. I look forward to never being able to see that. Yeah, followed by a traditional theatrical release sometime in October. I look forward to finding a bootleg of that because it will also probably not be showing here. What did you get for living in the middle of nowhere? I live in the largest city city in South Dakota. Come on. (laughs) And how big is that city? (laughs) Like 160,000. But yeah. I can feel your judgment from here. Yeah. It's going to the movies. The Boy, I really hope I really hope there's an inexplicable release. Angela Anaconda like short oh, in front of Oh fuck yes. If this brings back an Angela Anaconda reboot, it'll all have been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that fucking Angela Anaconda thing is that wasn't just like they made a thing and then played it in front of it at the movies. That is in every single release yep. of the movie. Yep. Oh yeah, no, you cannot it's genuinely avoid genuinely the opening of the movie. What the fuck? <laughs> that was the funniest which means thing. That, I... Which means that that quote unquote movie is like five different individual like things all smashed yeah, that together. A, that movie is a fucking anthology series more than a movie. <laughs> like, Christ. The Animatrix might up. be a more cohesive unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But still, though, that theme is. So, good. like, good fun. Just, let, like let's it. describe the actual theme as best as we can. Um, okay, I think I already, I think I already nailed it's it. It's, okay, okay. So, you do you know the first three seconds of the Digimon theme, where they're yeah. just kind of stuttering out the word Digimon? Yeah, d- 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's say let's say that's the only thing you've heard of Digimon, and you're told to make a new Digimon theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got like this. Um, really heavy synth and just goes digi digimon digi digimon for like a minute 
I think this theme song in its current like version at the moment that we've seen so far has less lyrics than the first Digimon theme song. No, because there is a, a second part to it where they sing like five lines. Oh, okay, so that's another what, two extra lines? <laughs> yeah. Which I actually really like that part of the theme. That yeah. It's not terrible. If they just use that instead of the other bit. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's kind of like, this yeah. sounds like a chopped and screwed version of the original Digimon theme. Like yeah, like somebody, was, somebody, yeah. Tried to re- yeah, somebody tried to remix to like, it. Yeah, it, it was obviously made to be sort of like a reminiscent of the original thing. Now I'm, now I'm mad that there's not like a voice clip at the beginning of Argamon yelling, Remix! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, who knows... How the music is going to turn out? Because well, without without Paul Gordon, it can't possibly reach the heights yeah. of the original. No. We're not going to get and let's kick it up. We're not going to get you know, hey Digimon. Yeah. We're not going to get you know, I'm going digital. We're not going to get Toei is going to fork out the money to license any previously made music for it. So it's oh man, yeah, if we could new music. the The ideal would be if we got the like Japanese soundtrack. Hell, just fucking pay Pelike to use his English versions of the song if you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Pelike, but he did some good versions of those songs. Or just track down where Jason Radford is at the moment and get him to make a new version of Robert (laughs) Runaround. Yeah, just do that. (laughs) Who knows how it's going to turn out. They've got to finish casting first. Like, it's... They haven't announced the cast, and this movie's supposed to be coming out in September. (laughs) They'll get it done! I mean... This movie is two months away, and we don't even know who's playing the lead character. It's like we're back in... Circa late nineties, early two thousands anime voice acting world, where for a while it's been kind of like a Did proper. Did Toei ever leave? <laughs> it's been kind of like a proper industry, like it. Well, at least felt like it from the outside, but now it feels like we're back to the times of when anime voice actors would run off and join the circus, which literally happened for a show. It did happen, yes. Yeah, I mean. Also, it come, I believe the theatrical release that they're doing is on September 15th, which is a week before Part 3 comes out in Japan. So, And then I don't know what the schedule is going to be like. I wonder if they've two. also maybe worked out a deal with Crunchyroll for this. I would assume so. You'd hope at least. Because, like... I mean, it's try in Japanese is on Crunchyroll. Yeah. And I can't imagine Toei would just say you can only have the Japanese version. Yeah. I assume they do the same thing they do with the Japanese one, where it's like two weeks or a month maybe after release, where they get for free, and if you're a subscriber, you get it like straight away. I could see it maybe being longer, considering how like American licensing rights tends to go. Well, I mean, Crunchyroll kind of has a massive monopoly on licensing anime outside of Japan. It'll probably be on Crunchyroll at some point, whether or not it'll be there after release, or if it'll be a month after release, it'll show up on there eventually. So you'll probably be able to watch it, Joe. Oh, I I guarantee you I'll be able to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, Joe will will be meeting someone in in a parking lot with the guy, like, the back of his car's open, just selling bootleg tapes while wearing a trench coat, like... Well, it's just I, like mean, a, I mean, a, it's the internet version of that, so it'll DVD be a... case with Digimon Try written on it yeah. in Marco. I mean, it's going to be the the internet version of that, so it'll be like an Ogremon, I'm sure, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really want part two to come out in English, 
with Gomamon's voice actor back, because that would be... You want him crying? You want him sad and depressed? And it would also make me cry. Yeah, I was about to say, Tyler, you want your favorite voice actor from a child's show to come back to dub a character while he's depressed and facing the negligence from his partner. It's real sad, you guys. Tyler! Sad. <laughs> this is the most twisted desire. <laughs> I made myself sad. <laughs> but yeah, that's... Big news. So it's actually happening. It's not a myth. Mm. Hooray. And you're going to have to put the actual. <laughs> you have to somehow put the audio. No, I'll put the that. theme in. Yeah, put like that theme song the in theme just in. so people can revel in, like, how. Just have it, it have it looped playing in the background of this entire oh, episode. God, no. No. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to put it in instead of the stinger from the episode, but I absolutely 100% have to include a stinger from the no, episode. No, no, no. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> yeah, leave yeah, that out. Yeah, you cannot leave that part out. It, must stay. <laughs> so, we'll move into this episode now, because we'll run... Oh, we're going to run over time no matter what we do. Yeah. Oh, wait, over, <laughs> over time? Who's, like... I genuinely are we trying to keep us around here? two hours, like, and we're an hour in, and we haven't even started the episode. I mean, that's including the Australian segment, like... Yeah, that is included. Yeah, like, yeah, like this show has two two components to it. Like, two hours is, like, the... It's literally the average runtime for Teenagers with Attitude. I looked yes, that up. I looked that up like live on the people. air yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, episode nineteen, the prisoner of the pyramid. Uh, in Japan, it was Nanomon of the labyrinth, because he's called Nanomon in Japan. I can which see doesn't that. make yeah. any which doesn't make which any sense it. because he's roughly the same size as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is he should be, he should be at least time. nine orders of magnitude smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be average mon? Is he runs the recap, and he seems to have deluded himself into thinking Piximon actually helped them. Yeah, that, uh... <laughs> yeah, that whole thing about... Yeah, Piximon's whole training regime was to actually teach us self-discipline. No. He just got you chumps to not I mean, eat and then clean his place. That's fucked up. He got you to clean yeah, and, stuff, yeah, he, didn't he, feed you, and then sent your friend to get lost in a cave. Yeah, lost in a, physically, t- in a cave time. Like He physically and emotionally abused them until Stockholm Syndrome's kicked in. I mean, he whacked Gabumon on the head with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Gabumon deserved so, it for falling asleep. Yeah, damn him. <laughs> so Sleep is for the weak. Who wants to guess where this episode starts? Because oh, they're um, in the desert. Um, yeah, desert? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're in the desert. See, I was going to go for the opposite direction mm. and go, they start in a dessert. Man, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're just walking Does through the fields of chocolate. Does the digital world have, like, a <laughs> yeah. dessert section? So we've got, like, this desert of server. Do we have, like, the dessert of something else? I would hope so. I mean, it doesn't. It's not that much outlandish compared to the rest of the Actually, fucking. Actually, isn't that world. basically just like the basis for Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Tyler, I've not seen Shark Boy or Lava Girl, that seminal piece of cinema don't. history, and uh, I don't know what you're referring don't. to. <laughs> they go to the land of milk and cookies. Are you? Wait, <laughs> I was see. I was gonna. I was gonna go for the Simpsons and talk about the land of chocolate. Yeah, which, land of chocolate. Yeah, that yeah. works. Too. It's a much better show as well. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a better reference. I think more people will get it, and like we won't all be sad thinking about it. Also, Tyler, I don't think it's... Yeah, did you really have to mention that The Simpsons, especially classic Simpsons, is better than Shockboy and Lava Girl? 
I mean, I don't think I need to en- mention anything being better than Sharkboy and Lava Why Girl. Why did you see that? the default. I don't even remember. <laughs> I think someone brought it in on, like, DVD to school when I was, like, 10. <laughs> or even on, like, VHS. I like the idea of someone bringing in Sharkboy and Lava Girl. And we like... watched it. Yeah, I don't is know. It, is, okay, is that movie, like, a ring sort of thing where, like, once you see it, you have to pass it on to somebody else? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why I mentioned it. <laughs> uh, we're we're both cursed now. Damn it. Well, I mean, to yep. be fair, I've cursed you with Australia, Joel. So, And I've cursed countless number of people with Gunpla, so it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in the desert. Um, and they seem to have found a terminal connected to the Dark Network. Which... That's never been seen before, really. The only yeah, that, way to access the network was in Edamon's trailer up until now. Yeah. That uh that really dates this uh digital world too. Like who uses terminals anymore? <laughs> and Izzy says uh, Edamon's got the whole desert wired up. Which also dates it because just fucking everything would be wireless. <laughs> oh, we still have fiber everywhere. We do, but Well we it, do it connects to you do. <laughs> We've got we've got mm. fiber to to the digi node here. You made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Ty wants to use the terminal to crash the network, uh, which you know you already did when you turned your Digimon into a fucking skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah, there we go. Just do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, Algamon, works. can you go through a whole dark transformation phase that nearly destroyed us and murdered me? Can you fire your flesh missile again? Uh, Izzy plugs his laptop into it. How does this thing not, like, have a flat battery yet? He charged it once, like, two weeks ago. Maybe the... Okay, sorry, I'm actually, I'm looking at his, uh, his, the screen of his computer, and I'm really distracted by the horrible font. Yep. That the button (laughs) uses. Yep. That, that font can only be described as... Someone needed to write something down without their keyboard, and all they had access to was MS Paint and the pencil tool. Yeah. I've seen doctors Um, with better handwriting. He plugs his laptop in, and he's like, oh, I have an email. (sighs) Is Edamon's network connected to the internet? Yeah. Well, not our internet, because this email... just sending the email over the dark network. Does it work that way? So let's let's talk about this so-called email. <laughs> mm. So yeah. there this is email. So there is a box that I can't figure out what it's supposed to be that just has two question marks in it. Mm-hmm. Then what I assume is a subject that is help with an exclamation mark. I assume about the Beatles song. <laughs> and and the sender, rather than being from an email address or like a person's name, is from the most inscrutable URL I have ever ever seen yeah this url it redirects you type that into a browser it redirects you to a chinese social media site so you know why that happens the i i looked at what it actually redirects you to and it apparently it parses and i don't know if this is how like http protocol is just designed or what but everything after the hash symbol in that url is interpreted as a like subsite so it yeah. it this, takes that part and splits yeah. it off, so it takes you to www.as.com slash 
4DFJA9Z uh, string symbol. Yeah, because the that's the whole URL is like A8 hash 4DF or whatever, and it redirects you to A8.com, so, which is a Chinese social media site. So the actual content of this email, <laughs> just to you know, just to finish it, this off. So he opens the email. And we get a text file that we have seen, what, like three times now? Yeah, no, it's the exact same fucking C code that it's the generates same code, file, the, the file island code. thing, yes. Yeah, the one he found way back in, like, episode five when it was his episode on File Island. But That fort- pops up, Yeah, fortunately, and we hear a voice say, help me. Yeah, fortunately, there's some sort of embedded audio file in here or else this thing would be in completely useless. No, it just says, help me. Uh, he said, I'm being held prisoner, and if you help me, I'll help you find the crest you're looking for. So, a couple of How questions. Does <laughs> How does he know they're looking for crests? Well, I mean, he they're, they're in the desert, which has the black network, and he's, like, tapped into the black network, so assuming, assumedly he's been spying on them for a while. But Edamon hasn't been able to see them himself. So is, right, because Datamon's so he just been, better at looking through the dark network than Edamon? Well, no, he's been, he's been diverting signals and, like, interfering with it. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because the network's been fucking up even after it exploded. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we cut to Edamon's trailer, where, again, he's abusing the Gazimon for not getting the network working. Yeah, he says the system is down. Which... I'm pretty sure this has been every Edamon scene. Yeah, the Gazimon say it would be working, but there's a glitch at the pyramid host computer. Which Edamon just goes, which, Edamon, to be, let's go. To be honest, if I ever start up like a personal server here, I think I'm going to go with pyramid host computer for the name of it. <laughs> because that's pretty awesome. Edamon, let's go. And the trailer flies off into the distance. Uh, so we go back to the kids where they're walking somewhere. And Joe's, you know, I don't like the idea of what's going on here. Okay, so I, Joe, just, I just want to mention, because I, I saw the subtitles scrolling past, I was catching up. Um, he calls the uh, Gazimon floppy-eared freaks, which is such a Yosemite Sam-style <laughs> insult. That <laughs> I want to hear... Like I want hear... I want to see the Tex Avery version of uh, of Digimon with Mel Blanc doing all the voices. <laughs> I really like Gazimon. They're cool. They're like bunny dogs. They're punk bunny dogs. <laughs> yeah. They're cool. <laughs> uh, Izzy's looking at his laptop and he says, According to my computer, we should be getting close. To what? Yeah, they never say like what, where, where you going? You're not going What's to the location? pyramid, like yeah, you're no, going, like, you... I would think he would mean close to the source of the signal, which actually might be accurate because they seem to stumble upon some sort of nexus of communications. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to that, but yeah, they aren't going to the pyramid or even like a dark network terminal. They just go to a random fucking cliff face, and then. It just so happens that that's where TK's crest is. So, speaking of just so happens, TK and Sora are holding their tags out in front of them like they're dowsing. 
which I mean, like, do they actually have? Yeah, that's, that's the funny thing, right? Like, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, it it works out, but like, are they constantly doing that then? Like everywhere they go, holding it out, just hoping they'll stumble upon it. I think. Well, to be fair, I mean, they only, that's how it's worked so but far. But they've only do, they only do that when the tags already start glowing. So right, does does the glow? Right. Normally, like they're normally they're wearing because if you're wearing it under your shirt, which they normally do, you wouldn't see it. Yeah, I think you would. Yeah, no, that that shit glows mm. through like clothing for sure. I mean, you like yeah, you, you put you, like you put a, a smartphone underneath your shirt right now. You'll see there's a glow underneath it. Like you can see that stuff. Yeah. Um. Also surprising that TKA doesn't get his crest last. Yeah. I mean, it's not like getting the crest actually does anything. Well, no, but, I mean, he was a last to reach champion, he's a last to reach ultimate. He's the kid. Like, out of kids. Kids in yeah, America? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking goddammit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Moving um, on. <laughs> yeah, so that's one crest left. TK gets his. Woo! At least, I'm like, glad oh. they at least don't suddenly ex- inexplicably know the fucking name of his crest, at least. So, I just had an idea. Maybe... Um, when Dardamon said, yeah, I can help you find the crest, maybe as, like, an act of good faith, he gave them directions to where TK's crest is, and that's what... Well, no, but they still assume that... No, because I don't... I don't buy that, because I don't really believe that Dardamon has any information or intends to give them any information. I assumed he was just lying. Yeah, He, He does have a crest. Well... He, he has Sora's crest. Well, yeah, but is, like, he had no intention of giving it to her. And also, like, even here, when they, TK gets his crest, like, they actually say, oh, well, you know, that's one crest left, just Sora's. Maybe when we help out that Digimon, he'll give us Sora's crest. Like, they still think that's that right. there's, you know, this guy yeah. still has another thing. This was just by fucking happenstance. Well, then Izzy is a wizard, as will be proved <laughs> by this upcoming scene. I mean, we always so, knew Izzy was a wizard. I'm at least glad. Mimi notices. I'm at least glad yeah. that, yeah. Mimi notices gone, gone. there's a cave. Yeah, until Where... Jules. Until now, we assumed Izzy was the um, power glove type of wizard. Mm. I mean, he's um, like I'll put it this way: I'm at least glad that this time, when Izzy actually plugged into plugged something into his computer from the digital world, it was from a fucking terminal, not just a goddamn random gear or a piece of stone. Like it wasn't just a, like a fucking PowerPoint in a vine. Yeah, like he just this actually <laughs> made sense for once. So like. Enemon does have a computer network, it just spans an entire desert. Yeah. So Mimi Which... notices um, where TK's crest was when it disappeared and went into his tag, there is now a cave entrance. Just like with um, Ty. Ty's Ty, crest, yeah. when they opened the cave behind his. Uh, so they walk into it, and it's covered in the same digicode markings that Izzy's been finding in all the places. Now, now like to be fair, this battery is... And... Now, to be fair, this is the, like, random gibberish digicode and not quote-unquote digicode. This is not Japanese hiragana. This is actual digicode. Yeah. Which is a thing they made. Which Izzy calls Um, hieroglyphs, which pisses me off because it's not, like... I mean, mean, technically, it's it's like generic knockoff hieroglyphs. I mean, yeah, but also, like, hieroglyphics tend to also be, like... Use a lot of actual imagery and like symbolism, right, not, but not just, just. But by, not defin- just like a spiral but by definition, a glyph is just a symbol denoting a concept. Oh, that's so, fair like, enough. Yeah. Uh, so it's covered in the same markings as all the other places, like the battery and that um, weird other place he went. Uh, and he rubs one of them out. And uh, don't go, okay. Tyler. Phrasing, phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, so fuck it. So, so, so let's just let's just let's just be super clear about what happens. So he he sees this and he remarks on how he's you know seen this all over the place and it seems to be somehow related to the fabric of the universe. And then he says, "Oh, hey, wait, this is a new one." And then goes to rub like erase it from the wall. <laughs> yep. And so, so the whole cave lights up. So he and... so he stumbles upon the fundamental building blocks of the universe, and his first thought is, <laughs> let's destroy some of these. It's like someone finding, yeah. oh, hey, this explains the whole Fibonacci sequence, and just dumps a bucket of paint on it. Like, like okay, mm. like, you know how scientists have been searching for definitive proof of dark matter for, like, forever? Yeah. Imagine somebody finds some, and they're like, okay, now let's blow it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> so... He goes, it's possible that these hieroglyphs aren't writing, but actually code. Didn't we establish this, like, 15 fucking episodes ago? Like, you literally executed it on your computer, and that's what made Tentomon Digivolve. Which, I'm curious why he's never revisited that. Because, like, if he hacked his way into champion level, shouldn't he be able to hack his way into ultimate? Well, I mean, the code stopped working, remember? Oh, that's right. He had to be in that one specific spot. So he um he raises another hieroglyph, and a huge map appears. He uh, is super lucky that he didn't just erase Joe there. <laughs> 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 Joe's like, so, um, you're saying that we're all in a computer and nothing is real? He goes, no, no, it's real. We're just data with physical form. Which I mean, okay. it's a it's a it's a philosophical point, but it's a it's a legitimate one where like. So this scene, which is like two minutes long, is just an exposition dump on how the digital world works, and it's basically the most in depth they ever get. And I actually appreciated. It. I was watching this going, "Oh, right." They, I mean, this they don't. This, they don't, don't super stick to follow it. up. Yeah, no, they don't follow up with this these concepts at no. all. No, but it's very much like if you watch this episode in a vacuum, it's like, oh, wow, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cool, nice. And then you watch everything surrounding it, it's like, the fuck? It's a shame it took yeah. them 19 episodes to get here. Mm. So, um, Matt's like, how did we get here? Did did we squeeze in through the floppy drive? Which, again, dating. <laughs> yeah. So Izzy says, no, we're just kilobytes of data, too. Which how I'm pretty many sure humans ki- would be yeah. way fucking yeah. bigger than How many than kilobytes, kilobytes do you think that is there, Izzy? <laughs> <laughs> fucking billions. Uh, yeah. So Ty goes, uh, if we're only data, why do I still feel like flesh and blood? It's like, well, you're not really. You just think you are. <laughs> like, I was going to say, like, there's a good analogy to be made here about, like, when you dream, like... Because when you're dreaming, like, your body is physically paralyzed, and you basically lack sensory input for the most part. And yet yeah. you still think you hear, smell, feel, whatever stuff. And it's, I mean, it's not real. You're not actually experiencing those sensations, but your brain is tricking yourself into thinking you are. Uh, Mimi makes a pee joke, which, ugh, fine. It's a kid's show. I don't mind, I, I, only, <laughs> I only didn't mind that in the sense that, like, she goes, you know, well, does, you know, um, how- I mean, does that mean I have to go to the, does that mean I still have to actually go to the bathroom because I feel like I have to? And then she immediately gets cut off because like no one wants to, yeah. like, right. no one cares. But it's a, no, but she says that's a legitimate that, question. But then Izzy and says, like, exactly. you only feel that because you think you do. Yeah. And she goes, well, I hope you're right I, because, and then she gets cut yeah. off. Yeah. 
Matt goes, so if we're not, these aren't our real bodies, where are our real bodies? Um, he goes, I don't know, campground? <laughs> and he comes up with this this theory that they're still alive back at the camp and that their minds are just in the digital world. Yeah, you see, Izzy has actually- absolutely 100% does not work that way. No, I, I assume Izzy hasn't seen The Matrix, but if he did, he'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, I had this idea. No, I think it's mm. more like Izzy should have has seen, should have seen the movie Tron, because that's yeah. basically what happened to them. That's what this is. Yeah, it's that's what Tron that's, yeah, that's what was actually the Matrix even out when this was coming out? Tron it came out around the same time. They're, they're literally the same year. I don't know which came out first. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Izzy goes, wait a minute, I have an idea. And he starts typing on his computer, and then a giant globe comes up. Which, okay. Sure. Izzy? No, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of incidental dialogue that I like, where TK asks, so, since we aren't real, does that mean I have to brush my teeth anymore? And, uh, <laughs> and Matt's like, do us all a favor and don't stop brushing, which, does he have a toothbrush? I would hope so. Like, you know what? He probably doesn't have a toothbrush. Why? Joe has a toothbrush. Joe probably has like seven spare toothbrushes just in case. Oh yeah, Joe is totally the type of guy who would take just like five packs of toothbrushes to camp. Yeah, but would he have carried them with him like yes. on a snow day? Yes. <laughs> it's I mean, Joe. Yes. It's Joe. Joe would have a reason for this. Also, I mean, TK probably goes through his toothbrushes like mad now because proper tooth care isn't a vital part of taking care of a Tokemon. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, although although we've established that TK does not take care of his pets. No, that's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he pulls up a, a globe and he says, if I enter the email address of the guy that contacted us, AKA retyping, aka retype the, the same world. code as always. Yeah, so it's the same thing. Um, and Matt's like, so th- is he in the real world or the digital world? Because you said you've been to this website before. Um, and Izzy pulls up another globe, this time of Earth. And there's these white lines going through it. And he says, these represent the digital network of our world. And then he, like, overlays them, and they match up perfectly with the lines in the digital world. So, look at these two identical maps I've created, and watch how when I overlay them, they become one map. And the way he talks about it, it comes across that he's talking about the internet, because he says it's the physical embodiment of the digital network of our world. It's not the internet. (laughs) It's not. So, so it's it's like the internet's dream. (laughs) it's 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 some sort of like it's some sort of like byproduct of the existence of computers talking to one another (laughs) and yeah like if they if they play if they gather if they gather up the eight instruments and play them at the top of like infinity mountain and wake up the wind fish (laughs) the entire digital world will just disappear oh that was a good game um but he says yeah because you know, the, the two worlds are linked together. Anything we do in the digital world will have an effect on the real world. Which, that Which actually that actually kind does of happen. does line up with what... Because that's what happens. they're doing now, is they have to take care of the evil Digimon messing up the digital world because it's fucking with the weather in the real world. They just kind of mess it up a bit by going back to the real world and forgetting that time moves faster. 
So, well, um, I mean, it, it, it's not really their fault. No. I mean, they didn't really have another choice. Also, the children, and they never told anything, like, about how any of this no. actually works. They just yeah, manipulate. No, like, Izzy's, Izzy's just making shit up right now, and he's lucky that some of it kind of is right. Yeah. Because <laughs> he actually says that um, he assumes Datamon is, exists in the real world, too, which is definitely not the case. No, no. Not true. But he says that um, by using the email address, they can track where it came from, and he thinks he can go there. And Tika's like, man, I'm so sick of hearing about this. Which, I mean, it's the only exposition the show has oh, had man. for a while. We, we skipped, like, the douchiest thing Izzy says in this episode. Because Matt, oh. when he pulls up the globes, Matt's like, this is a hell of a time for a geography lesson. And Izzy's like, pay attention, you just might learn something. <laughs> Izzy, you no, goddamn colossal asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Joe's sad, because like, even when I'm inside a computer, I have allergies. Gomamon cheers him up by going, if you'd never come here, you'd never have met me. Which... Fair point. Would be very sad. Because, and, like... Oh, Gomamon, you're the best. The whole point of everything they've just been saying is, like, they're... This digital versions of themselves are, like, exact re- recreations. So it's going to include any, like, faults and failings they yeah. have. Which actually brings me to something I've spent a more time than I probably should have thinking about, which is what <laughs> if, like, you know how in season two, which I I know season two, but you know how they keep going back and forth, yeah, and like mm-hmm. and like they go through the computer lab, like what if you could like hack into whatever system is facilitating that conversion, that analog to digital conversion of human beings, and like tweak the code slightly. So like, and then come back out. Yeah. Would so it's like, so it's like, okay. So I have these like this like genetic predisposition for these diseases. Let's just hack those out, and like run myself through a filter when I go into the digital world. So when I come back out, yeah, I don't have that like eighty percent chance of getting <laughs> cancer. You kind of. Sc- this is why Jedi doesn't tell the kids anything. You're kind of describing like every uh, you know, trans person cyberpunk fantasy right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's kind of a good point. That would be very, very cool. <laughs> um, Hold on, I'll go back. I've got to figure out a way super... to the digital world. Give me a second. <laughs> Beer one gets super existential. And she's like, So do I actually exist? And then they just ignore her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so the answer is apparently one. no. That's really apt for the show. Like, just. Raise raise some actual like issues with that's happening in this you know, fictional fantasy land, and then go ah fuck it. <laughs> it's just the abrupt way they just ignore some lines and dialogue in this show is amazing. I, it just co- comes to me a scene from the movie when it was the you know third part of the movie, the bad part, and Davis is like crying. And he's like, oh, I'm so sad. And he's like smashing his hand against yeah. a tree and tears are falling from his eyes. And then Willis is like, get over it. And he just goes, <laughs> well, okay. The funniest thing, though, is in the original sub. He stops crying and he just goes, okay. But in the sub, like, it's bas- that's basically what happens. There's maybe an extra couple of seconds there, but, like, it's just as quick of just like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to you up. Just like, <laughs> yep. So, get over it. 
so TK complains about this all this technology talk and not being able to understand it. And uh, Matt gets a nice like counter burn to Izzy, saying computer guys can never just do something. They have to. That'd be too easy. They have to spend all day telling you how they'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Izzy's good at one thing. He needs to show off. Which, to be fair, is a tendency for computer guys, especially if you ever have worked in support, where you want to give give the people as much information as possible so they don't keep calling you with the same issues. Yeah, exactly. There is a tendency <laughs> to over-explain. Yep. Um, so Ty's like, so what do we do now? Izzy starts messing around with his computer. The globe disappears, and another opening to the cave appears. He's like, yeah, he's out there. So, Izzy is a wizard, and he's using this entire scene explaining about the digital world. It's all a lie. Just I mean, to hide from his friends the fact that he is a wizard. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, yeah, he was talking to distract them while he cast Dimension Door. <laughs> There's no other explanation. He is a wizard. Yeah, I could see Izzy being a techno oh, wizard. He does say that uh, just because we're Dada, I uploaded us as file attachments. So I yeah. think he actually emailed them to the pyramid. Oh God. <laughs> Oh Boy, God. He, is really, he is really lucky that Edamon didn't set up some sort of a, like, virus scan, filter? like a virus scan, like, filter on attachments. Just delete them? <laughs> like, is, oh man, I want an extended version of the scene where he's like, so I, I, I made us attachments, but we were blocked by the client, so I actually had to turn, had to zip us and then rename the extension <laughs> .piz so that it would get around the automatic like file blocking systems. Anyway, then- Joe, that's why you have Mimi's hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we now have a canonical explanation for all the animation errors. Holy shit, we do! <laughs> it's just formatting errors and resizing issues. Holy and shit! And compression. That explains oh, that why that ocean looked awful that one time. <laughs> Running on 240p, <laughs> like. So they, yeah, they walk out through this entrance. I mean, you got to remember, this was 1999. Lost, okay. lossless compression wasn't really a thing. Okay, fair enough, but yeah. still. <laughs> they walk out, and the cave exits through the mouth of a sphinx. This looks terrifying. I don't like the look of this whatsoever. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it have to be a sphinx? Mon does not have oh, an open it. mouth. Yeah. Oh, so it's a Neferti Mon, is what it would be. The fucking Christ! God damn it, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. The actual Sphinx does not have an open mouth. It's not nearly as terrifying. No, because it's it's sort of like a horrible, like distorted, gaping maw of a mouth. What yeah, that was the exact phrase I was going to. Um, <laughs> The cave, Cave of Wonders, from Aladdin. A little bit, yeah, actually. Except raised up a bit more and not, like, animated. Like, it's one of the things where, like, <laughs> okay, you've seen someone with an open mouth, sure. But imagine if, like, they just dropped their jaw and just kept it like now, that. Now, imagine imagine if that person was Skull Greymon. <laughs> yeah. And now imagine a flesh missile on their back. Anyway. So they walk out of this Sphinx mouth. Which... Um, and instead of there being a... There is a pyramid there, but instead of being your normal pyramid, it's an inverted pyramid. 
Yeah, like it's, it's literally down. it's literally stuck in the desert. Like the point yeah. recedes below the surface of the earth. Yeah. Also, they're apparently Why is this pyramid upside down. <laughs> also, unless unless they were trapped in like a time warp inside that cave, they were also like maybe a mile away from this pyramid anyway. Because guess who's also just arriving? Yeah, Edamon turns up. <laughs> yeah, he gets out of his trailer and he's like, oh, I'm going to kill that Dynamon. <laughs> <laughs> Joe has a great line here, which is, uh, I think I left the water running back at the Sphinx. <laughs> oh man, the way, you, the way you said that just made me realize that the voice I've always used in my head for King DDD in the Brawl in the Family comics is Edamon's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I can Kirby. just hear him saying, I'm going to kill that Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that yeah. works perfectly. Edamon is the perfect really identity. Well. So did Izzy, like, just create a permanent teleport shortcut between the cave where they found TK's crest yeah, so and I think what he now? So I think what he did was he created a um a symbolic link between the location they were at and this location, which... Kind of works like a file shortcut, but is it's a lot more robust. You can actually address it as if it were a physical location, even though it doesn't technically exist. It's real weird, because they go back to where they found TK's crest, and it's nighttime now. Um, Ty and Ogumon were keeping watch by the fire, and Sora and Beomon come out and say, yeah, it's our turn. Um, yeah, and she says, oh, I'm worried that uh, if we go to the pyramid tomorrow, it might be like a bad idea because Edamon's there. Do we really want to fight him just to get a crest? I mean, it's the last crest. Yeah, like you, so... you literally need these things in order to like get home. So In order to actually yeah. beat Edamon as well. Like He says, no, we'll be fine. We'll beat him. Um, but if it were anyone else's crest, you'd be all over it. So yeah. why don't you want to get yours? I, it's a nice little, honestly, I didn't mind this moment. It's a nice little bit of, you know, character exploration of Sora's, like, Sora's kind of almost recklessly selfless. And yeah, and, and it's and... the first time that Ty's done anything even remotely leader-like by giving a little, like, morale mm. speech. Yeah, and, like, it's even, the, honestly, it's probably the first time I think Ty's actually, like, emotionally connected with any other member of the group that isn't just him barking orders or making yeah, jokes. because, um... Sora says that Izzy's talk about how they're all just data and not real made her feel small and insignificant and that anything they do doesn't matter. Yeah, I I bet. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, yeah. it would. Yeah. Uh, and Ty tells her that it matters. It has to. Well, yeah, like, we can't, we can't, we can't take, take the chance, the chance that, it doesn't. that it doesn't, yeah. It's actually, an, it's a really nice little moment. It reminded me of when... Especially for Ty. Yeah, like, <laughs> Ty, you're not, like, it's not even that he's not an asshole, not being he's an asshole. actually being genuinely nice and actually raising a positive, like, moral and, like, philosophical point. It re- Yeah, like, that's re- a complex thought for Ty. Yeah, it reminded me, weirdly <laughs> enough, when I was a kid and I first saw the magic school bus and I realized that we're all molecules and I got freaked out. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, technically, if you break it down far enough, we don't exist. Yeah, and that's terrifying to a child. <laughs> like, nothing's actually touching. <sighs> um, yeah. So it cuts to the morning. Um, 
and Izzy's telling Sora that just because the digital world, because you know, you're just digital, because it's linked to the real world, you still have to be careful. Yeah, if you die in the if game, you, you die for real. Here, you will die. Yeah. Uh, Ty does not know that, nor does he figure it out, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, Izzy pulls up his computer and he's like, so that weird inverted pyramid, underneath it, there's a regular pyramid. Like, buried. Yeah, that makes as much sense as anything else. It'll get worse next episode. Um, <laughs> so Joe says, we're only going to go in, find the email guy, and get Sora's crest with no crazy adventures or fights. Which, good plan, Joe. Never goes <laughs> that way. God damn it, Joe, you fucking jinx them. It's a good so ideal to Matt... live up to. Yeah. Yeah. Ty tells Matt, Mimi, and TK to, like, guard the Sphinx. Well, honestly, like, in case any of them get lost, like... Yeah, well, like, I think I think he's just kind of finding a nice way to say, okay, you guys hang back and do nothing. Mm. It's, it's, it's the equivalent of hold the place down. Like, you're not actually doing anything. I mean, it honestly comes in handy later because it, it's the fact where they don't, like, yeah. they don't all rush in. It does help. Like, at right, first. Yeah, it's... It's a smart, it's a legitimately smart move because they're kind of infiltrating enemy space here, and it's good to have kind well, of I mean, a reserve if he told team. Them, if he told them to wait outside the pyramid and come in after us if we don't come back in the time limit, that'd be smart. But he tells them to wait at the Sphinx, and they only leave the Sphinx because they're stupid and reckless and charge in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the. Four, other four of them jump out of the Sphinx and run over to the pyramid to sneak past the Gazimon. Which they have, um, they have like a single Gazimon guarding one side of this pyramid. Great, great security, yeah. guys. Well, I mean, that's where the door is. I've played, I've played Metal Gear Solid games that have better guard coverage than this. <laughs> <laughs> and those games are designed for you to sneak past guards. Yeah. Izzy says that there's a hidden back door to the pyramid. But where he says it is, there's actually nothing there. It's just a solid wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, which so no clearly is he made a mistake, right? Ty, yeah. Ty spots Edamon around the corner, going, "Where's my fried banana sandwich? You know, I always like to eat after my nap." Because he's Elvis. Yeah, that's the joke. He's In Elvis. In case you didn't get it, he's Elvis. Um, Joe and Agumon panic when they see him, and Edamon's like, "Oh, what was that?" Yeah, and so and so the thing that always happens in fucking TV shows that drives me nuts is they have a bunch of loud, like clear, clear, clearly easy to hear dialogue where they're talking about who was that? No, shh, be quiet. What are you talking about? Be quiet, you know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Edamon sticks his head around the corner, uh, and there's no one there. Ooh, <laughs> because. They went through a fake wall in the pyramid. The Izzy's hidden entrance Izzy, was yeah, Izzy like turned a hiding on, tree. Yeah, Izzy turned on no clip. <laughs> yeah, you could just walk through it. Now, they could have just let that be. And it all would have worked out perfectly. But Ty had to fucking step yeah. in. Yeah. So he sticks his hand out of the wall and goes, Yoo-hoo! Like, Ty, this isn't fucking what? Looney Tunes. Like... Fucking why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Sora's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, I enjoy the fact that they call him out like, no, 
dude, come on, like, stealth, <laughs> please. Yeah, calm the fuck down. He's like, yeah, whatever. No. <laughs> yeah, Izzy says, okay, now that we're inside, we just have to get through the hidden walls inside the pyramid. We just have to find the weak points like we did here. <laughs> and then Agumon. <laughs> Agumon goes, hey, I found one. And just smashes his head against the wall. Poor Agumon. He didn't. He didn't even look like he just assumed that wherever he managed, he decided to like punch was gonna be one. Oh, he's so dumb. They say they say <laughs> they say pets take after their owners, and apparently the same is true of Digimon. Hmm. Uh. So they're walking down some stairs, and Ty sees like a see-through wall, which I guess it's like a. A two-way mirror, this wall? Because that's not how the last one worked. Which, um, come to think of it, two-way mirror doesn't make any sense as a name. No. But Like, it's whatever. a one-way mirror, and the other way it's a window. <laughs> so, this scene has Ty standing in front of the wall, and then he says... With Sora's voice. No, that's Sora's voice. Hey, TK's. check it out. You can see right through this wall. That is that is Wendy Lee saying it. Really? That's what the that's what the I wiki it was says. Sora. Yeah. The wiki the says voice of voice. voice of TK slash Scorpina, Wendy Lee. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll just take a quick break for a sec, uh, and we'll be back with more bizarre fucking shit in the pyramid if we take our time and we stick together everything we do will go our way and if we try now and forever no matter what comes next we'll be okay Yeah, I'm sure it feels a lot shorter to the listeners. I mean, it's probably gonna have like 30 seconds of "Let's kick it up." Nope. You know what? You know what? I want you to. I want you to create the exact same amount of delay in the podcast that we had here. <laughs> How long that was? Just like a t- just like a 10 minute like that was a blank space. Ooh, I don't know. That was that was six minutes of possum talk that we had. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. So, so we... stay tuned next week for Possum Cast. <laughs> uh, where we left off was right after um, they found the weird two-way mirror wall. Yeah, and Ty spoke in somebody else's voice. Yeah, Ty spoke, and it was a different voice actor. God, that's so, like, inexplicable. So, yeah, reason. so we spent we spent a bunch of time off Mike actually talking about this, and just like, what the hell happened there? How <laughs> does that get into the final cut? <laughs> The theory we came up with was that 
maybe Joshua Seth, Ty's voice actor, like went home for the day and they they <laughs> needed to finish the episode and they're like, quick, quick, you can do Ty. <laughs> just grab, just grab the mailroom guy. Like, D- do it, do it now. Like- <laughs> we found that it's Wendy Lee, TK's voice actor, but it doesn't mm. sound like a TK voice. It sounds like her doing a Ty impression. Yeah. We- That's weird. And when Man, we said that wanna- there was a weird dubbing problem. This is not what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this like, is the this less just, weird dubbing problem like, this episode has. This is the one where we're like, wow, that's really fucked up. How did that get through the final cut? Yeah. The one we'll get to is like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, through the weird wall, Agumon spots some Gazimon. <laughs> Ty jumps through the wall, kicks a Gazimon in the back of the head, and jumps back in. Like, Jesus Christ, Ty. Like, the so, hell and is then this the, problem? Such a dick. So then the two Gazimon do a Three Stooges routine. Yeah, it's like, oh, you hit me, and they start fighting each other. And Sora just goes, what the fuck? What if we were caught? <laughs> yeah, like, again, Sora's the most reasonable person after Joe. Which, like, to be fair, is a huge concern, even if they didn't see you, because... Edamon is well known to have video surveillance, and this is his, like, headquarters of his network. Or at least where he keeps things prisoner. Like, if a prison's gonna be the most likely surveilled, like, location. Yeah. And Ty says, oh, calm down, Sora. Who made you chief of the fun police? This is so weird because they just had a nice moment last night. Yeah. Where Ty was, like, very supportive and open. Do you think think Ty was in... Do you think Ty was in some sort of fugue state then and isn't even aware he had that conversation? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, he was really tired and he was wanting to go to bed, remember? It's true. <laughs> so, um... So I love this next up, scene. They come up to an electrified fence. Uh, which Tentamon goes, Ooh, this looks nasty. You so did the because last he, one, yeah. but you flew into it twice. <laughs> yeah, because he has first-hand experience with this. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Tentamon's suddenly an expert, like, I've flown my fair share of uh, of electric fences. Let me tell you, this one's a doozy. Hmm. I mean, he so, is a bug. It's, it's understandable just... he'd fly into a couple bug zappers. <laughs> yeah. This isn't just an electrified fence thing. This is a firewall. I love it. I love it. <laughs> they make this exact same joke. Like they they make a better version of this joke later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so this is a firewall. As he says, there's one weak point where you can just walk through it without anything right, so, happening. Yeah that's, yeah, that's where the NSA made sure there was a back door so that they could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a bit um, of graffiti tag that says Snowden was here. Ty's <laughs> like, just relax, guys. We're made of data. Nothing can hurt us. Is he goes, so the weak point is about here, and he just points to a spot in this crazy electrified fence, which is, like, sparking and shooting electricity out of it. Ty goes, cool, and just walks through it. Yeah, like, literally half a second between Ty pointing at it and Ty walking it, or Izzy pointing at it and Ty walking into it. Yeah, he's just, cool, and walks into it, and everyone just goes, what, 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Are you okay? And he just sticks his head back out and goes, you guys coming or what? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Alright. So they walk into a weird techno room with shiny walls. Because, of course, that's what's behind this firewall. Um, And they spot Dardamon, who is a 
very tiny little robot dude with like a robo brain. So he's in a Chrono Trigger like tech. Mm. It's it's like, like a... this looks like a, this looks like an effect from the Super Nintendo game. Yeah, it's a really shitty looking double glass pyramid prison thing. So I don't understand pir- this fucking thing. <laughs> he's a prisoner in a pyramid, which is inside a pyramid, which is inside a pyramid, which is surrounded by pyramids. Yep. Christ. Yep. Sasora so goes, maybe he's the one who sent us the email. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Sora. Do you yeah, think? Huh? So, he starts talking through Izzy's laptop. He goes, yeah, it was me. Um, and we Which, get, so like, like wait, weird... is he, wait, is he inside the cone of silence? Is there some reason he can't just talk to them? I think so, because he talks to them later. He's just talking through Izzy's laptop now, even though he's right in front of them. Right, exactly. Like, maybe it's really thick glass on those pyramids. Um, yeah, he starts talking through Izzy's laptop and says, so a long time ago, I fought against Edamon and I lost. And we get this weird flashback thing of Edamon just punching him in the head (laughs) which is why part of his head is shattered his little glass dome he has is broken i love that though that his exposition is i fought against edamon and lost and apparently by fighting what he means is like edamon punched me once (laughs) that's all it took even worse he goes so edamon imprisoned me and is forcing me to administer his network I mean, that's how, that's how most sysadmin jobs start, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. <laughs> but he goes, over the years, I have repaired myself, and I took control of the network. I mean, so you I, didn't really take he, control, you just kind of fucked with Edamon. Yeah, so he, so he says without Edamon knowing he repaired himself, but it's like, we can, you can visibly see the progress. Are you telling me that... You'd think Edamon never actually noticed that, hey, suddenly you have your arm back. <laughs> Honestly, Edamon seems pretty negligent in his, like, monitoring of his of his shit, like... Yeah, yeah. I suppose Edamon might not remember. Like, I could see Edamon being like, hey, wait, didn't I, like, rip your arm off didn't or I something punch once? You? <laughs> like, yeah, didn't <laughs> I no, punch you once? No, no, you, you must be thinking of someone else. Like, ah, oh, I guess. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, Edamon says... Uh, I need your help to break me out, and then once you do that, I will totally help you find Sora's crest. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty goes, yeah, we'll help. Uh, and then Izzy gives him just the weirdest filler, sort of like, go pull this lever, then turn this, and then pull this lever. That didn't need to be there. <laughs> You kind of didn't yeah, really I, serve any I purpose. really want a second. I want a second piece of dialogue uh, where uh, Tentamon's like, "So Izzy, what was that lever for? Oh, that was to keep Ty busy." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, g- keep Ty busy so he doesn't fuck this up even more so than he might have. But before they can do it, Edamon walks in, and he just goes, "All this time, I thought it was you kids making my network not work properly, but it was Edamon the whole time." <laughs> Um, and he goes to charge at Ty. Then Agumon, Tentumon, Biumon, and Gomamon all digivolve at the same time. And Edamon just punches them out of the way. 
I mean, we've because just been shown that his change. punches are pretty good. Yeah. Um, so Ty frees Dynamon while this is all happening. Who has... Because literally all he had to do was push a lever. Yeah. And Datamon has, like, telekinesis? Because he uses the glass of the prison he was freed from. Just, like, lifts it and smashes everyone in the face. Including Birdramon. And the Gazimon. <laughs> and then he holds out his weird little wire hands and shoots teeny tiny little rockets. Which, I love that attack. Um, Edamon uses his they look dark like little, energy like, angry. Bulletin. They look like little angry ants. Yeah, because they're, they're like the Digimon missiles, so they've got faces. <laughs> Everything has a face on it. Uh, yeah, so he shoots those at Edamon. Edamon next... does his weird dark network energy ball thing he can do. Um, that's a huge explosion. Yeah, it's basically like a void thing. Like, it's like a black hole or something because it just kind of yeah, sucks kinda in. It's kind of like, um, Mewtwo's thing in Super Smash Bros. It is, isn't it? Shit, that's what it reminds me of. Mm. I mean, Edamon's kind of like Mewtwo. Don't bring Mewtwo down to that level. <laughs> um, so we cut to Gabumon, who is sitting in the Sphinx when a huge jet of fire just shoots out from the ground. Which, Why? Because there was an explosion, and... There was an explosion inside the temp, inside the pyramid, so oh, it caused know. a jet of fire, like, a couple hundred feet away from the pyramid to burst up. Maybe there's another one of Izzy's weird magic teleport tunnels. I guess that's where the vent is? Yeah, they have a vent? It's a fucking pyramid. <laughs> but... Now we get to the most inexplicable thing in the entire goddamn show. Possibly in Digimon history. <laughs> like, to the point where even the wiki doesn't have any sort of concrete answer. Like, just theories. So, while we're watching Matt and Gabumon climb out of the Sphinx... I'm pretty sure there's even some dialogue playing at the same time, isn't there? Yeah. It is, it is. They're, they're like, talking yeah. to each other. This voice... Not used ever in the show ever again. A child's yeah, not a voice, voice. Not a voice that sounds like anyone from the show. It's a child's voice. And not even like, yeah, it just doesn't... No voice actor like this has been on the yeah, show. It's not like an adult woman doing a child's voice. It's an actual child. Yeah. Says, um, Beermon over here. And then in a somewhat, just like puts on a different tone. I'm coming. What? It's genuinely kind of terrifying. It doesn't match up to anything. It's no one's voice. How it's did like this we, get in the episode? It's like we got a glimpse of what's going on in the actual digital world. It's so... So fucking bizarre. Here's the thing. Nobody on Digimon does second takes. You get one take and you're done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like Calculon. And just like, again, this doesn't sound like anybody from the actual show. The fact that it's an actual child. It was bring your. It was to bring your child to work day. I, that's the. I, that's yeah, the that, actual theory. Yeah, like that's, that, that's a rumor that that's how this happened. It was a bring your child to work day. Someone brought their daughter into the dubbing studio, and maybe she yeah. was a fan. 
Yeah, let, let her record something. Because, let yeah, her why record something you? for fun. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. And then somehow that made it into the episode. Yeah. See, Some my, my thinking... Yeah, well, my thinking was, like, it was, like, she was talking while they were trying to do line readings, and so, like, they had to include it in because it was the only clean version of the line reading, and they couldn't extract it because there was other dialogue. But then the fact that she also says, like, I'm coming as well, like... Yeah, she's, like, a second voice. It's really bizarre. It's honestly a little just... It is just a little creepy. Like, frankly, it was just like, where the fuck did this come from? A child's voice just comes out of the ether. And it's so clearly, like, it doesn't fit anything that, like, yeah. And the fact that it's it's playing over dialogue, and this isn't just like, oh, this was on, like, the version we were watching. No, this is on, like, every version. This is the the official fucking broadcast. Yeah, this is is in the master cut. Yeah. Like, it's I don't know, it's so like if you're weird. just listening to us talk right now and suddenly, you know, someone from TWA just fucking showed up out of nowhere just to talk, like, completely unrelated to what we're talking about over the top of us. Just a little segment of Luke's spider yeah, adventure happening weird. while we're talking about all this. <laughs> I don't get where it came from. And the fact that there's just been, like, no one has ever known what the fuck this is. Yeah. Like, no, there's never been an official no. explanation of this. It's literally just a rumor or a theory that it was a, a, someone's kid in the studio. And like, you can, you can no make plenty of like logical leaps as to proof. like, even the thing like with Wendy Lee trying to do a tie impression, you can make a logical leap like we did. That yeah. makes sense. But like, the whole the most concrete theory of it being bring your child to work day is so tenuous and so <laughs> belabored that but that's the closest thing we have to an explanation of where the fuck did this child come from? And how did it make it through editing? The wiki accurately describes this as a completely befuddling audio error. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> fucking weird. Like, honestly, folks at home, you'll hear it when, you know, Tala splices it in because it's genuinely just out of nowhere and really just freaky what the fuck this is. Yeah. <sighs> So, aside from that bizarre thing, is Matt and Gabumon coming out of the Sphinx. This is the Digimon equivalent of the three men and a baby thing with the, like, ghost child in the background in one shot, like... Yeah. <laughs> so, we go back to Sora, who was like, Beomon, are you okay? Because all the Digimon reverted, I guess? Well, oh, Beomon, well, no, we saw that. No, we saw that because, um, Datamon <laughs> hit... Yeah, Beta- Datamon hit uh, Berdramon with uh, one of those pieces That's of right, glass, glass, and then she, like, devolved. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone else is still digivolved except for Beomon. Um, so Sora's like, Beomon, are you okay? Um, while Datamon's just getting beaten up by Edamon. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Datamon... so he gets, like, knocked right next to them. Like, he's yeah. laying there. Uh, and then he just kidnap Sora and Beomon. It's like, yeah. my power so, will help you beat Edamon. I don't think this is a like an animation error because it's clearly an intentional thing, but apparently Datamon can just make his legs disappear and float. Because yeah, at he one just... moment, he's laying on the ground and actually just rewatched the scene like four times to see it. And like, <laughs> it's like... It's like his legs retract, but they, you don't actually see them like anything that makes sense of them retracting in. It's just as he's doing this, like, flip, they sort of disappear. 
and then he's yeah. just floating off. I mean, they retract and stuff and extends. Uh, right, but they but like his but feet the just animation, don't exist anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, the animation isn't them retracting; it's just them disappearing over like three or four frames. Maybe they like fold into him somehow or something. Where yeah, his but body, his like feet are somehow. bigger than him. Like, look, I he's look, got a I fucking spent... Izzy wizard tunnel in his body. <laughs> look, God. look, I spent. I spent a good, like, ten minutes today, like, recombining all my Megazord stuff. Like, there has to be a spot for those things to go. Also, Tyler, never say the phrase wizard tunnel again, especially in regards to someone's body, because I am deeply disturbed by what... I think I, what I, think I, I, think I read a story turned of into a wiz- teleporter. Is he's wizard tunnel? Oh, I think I read that. Stop I think I read that story once, and now I'm on an FBI watch list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, podcast That's episode title. Great. Is is his wizard tunnel? Fantastic. I thought it was just going to be whose fucking kid is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, who's this asshole kid? <laughs> so yeah, Dedemon just sort of like. Kidnap Sora and Beamon to say, oh, this will help me beat Edamon. Somehow. It makes even less sense once we find out what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. This this plan makes no sense. And then we find out what the full plan is, and it makes less sense. <laughs> that, that's next episode, unfortunately. Um so the kids try to the other kids try to chase after Sora and Beamon. Um well the Digimon stop Edamon from chasing them. Which, Which we saw how well that worked last time. So and not only that, if they catch Daedamon, what's their plan? I think it's because they kind just... of left the giant lightning bug and dinosaur and wolf, not wolf. Matt's at the fucking Sphinx. Yeah, they left their Digimon <laughs> just with Edamon. What are they going to do against the Digimon just by themselves? Like punch it? <laughs> I mean, he's clearly very easy to punch. <laughs> he just keeps getting punched all the time. Um, so they get back to the firewall, and Ty's like, "Let's go." Izzy says, "Maybe let me check where that weak point was again." Yeah, you know, just double just to make check. Sure. Make sh- yeah, like that's fair enough. You don't want to be wrong. Like Ty just says, "No, we don't have the time. Quickly, let's go." What could happen? <laughs> it's not the real me. You said so yourself. And then Joe has a great response where he says, pain still hurts, Ty. (laughs) (laughs) Such a Joe thing to say as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then he he puts him in a, uh, like, a hold. (laughs) He, like, holds him from running through the firewall. Uh, But Izzy finally tells Ty, just because we're in the digital world doesn't mean that we can't die. If we die here, we die for real. It's like Jumanji. Uh, so yeah, Tyler finally learns that if you die there, you you actually die, and he yeah. just like locks up out of fear. He's like, which again I, makes I sense. I just sort of like charged through the wall. Like, I can just, I can, me? yeah, I can just imagine him like having flashbacks to every stupid ass thing he's done in the past nineteen episodes, <laughs> yeah. and just realizing, holy shit, I should be dead right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I honestly think that's why, even though he's done a lot of things that you could probably consider to be courageous so far, it doesn't activate his crest well, until he not, does it this it's, time. It's not because he was just doing something because you know 
Oh, yeah, it's not courage me. if yeah, it's not courage if you're too stupid to realize the ramifications yeah. of your actions. Whereas now he finally realizes that this could kill me, and he finally does something courageous, and that's when his crest activates. Yeah, it's the difference. The difference between courage and stupidity is understanding what's going to ha- what could happen to you if you do this. Yeah, yeah, knowing the consequences is a big part of that. <laughs> but. Uh, suddenly the wall behind them just kind of, like, explodes open, and the three Digimon uh, in rookie form fly through, and they're like, I'm sorry, we tried. <laughs> uh, Which, to be fair, they held their own way longer than they probably yeah. should have been able to. Yeah, they did a um, pretty... Edamon's be- like... Yeah, good job. Edamon comes through the hole in the wall, and he just goes, Ah, I'm gonna get you. But then the roof busts <laughs> open, and Garurumon and Togemon just kind of, like, jump in. And like, yeah, for some reason, this scene broke me a little bit because it was just, oh yeah, I'm seeing a a fucking giant blue and white wolf with its giant cactus with boxing gloves friend come down to save the kids from an Elvis impersonator in a teddy bear furry outfit. Right, right, that's right. I'm watching Digimon. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ty is still, yeah. Ty's still frozen with fear, so Matt just kind of, like, grabs him by the neck and goes, let's go. Yep, no, we're getting the fuck out of here. And they go out the hole in the roof. Yeah, and, like, they all, they all, again, like, Izzy teleports them because they're just fucking gone. Yeah, like, Garurumon cannot carry all of them. Well, not to mention, uh, like, Garurumon was breathing his, like, blue fire ice breath at Edamon. And then, Did Togemon like, just, as, like, throw him? Or? Yeah, the in- <laughs> even so, like, the instant that, like, that blast dissipates, Enemon looks, and they're just, there's nowhere to be seen, even the two that were fighting <laughs> him. Like, is he is a wizard. Um, so yeah, Edamon's just like, god damn it, they got away again, how does this keep happening to me? Because <laughs> you're so really, Which is actually a really good question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they're back at the um the wizard tunnel. <laughs> and uh I hate that term so much. Ty is crying because I didn't help chase after Sora because I was so afraid and it's all my fault that she's gone. It's a nice moment of vulnerability. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah. Like, hey Which... Ty, you're actually understanding you fucked up. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, Ty, Ty, Ty doesn't showing... learn anything from until six yeah. years from now. Ty is showing more remorse here than he did when he turned his, like, best friend for life into a horrible monster. Yeah, when he tried to force-feed his friend until it, you know, turned into a gargantuan skeleton being, yeah. <laughs> like, like he, felt, he felt slightly remorseful there, but, like, he's, like, having a full breakdown here. Yeah, he there's like crying and everything. Well, I think he's just he's learnt the it's thing just, like he's learnt the thing most kids have to learn, which is just there's fucking consequences to actions and even inaction. Yeah, but he doesn't remember that for more than an episode. I know, but give me this. Like, literally, Tyler, his like, entire to- story arc in Try <laughs> is realizing there's consequences. I'm not and saying he's 16 that he. I'm not saying that the lesson sticks. I'm just saying that he learns it here initially. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's still a dumb kid who's bad at things, but you know, Ty, he learns Ty it more than really Davis. Should... 
Well, it's a it's a oh, shame. Goodness. I don't think Memento was out at the time that this takes place because Ty could really learn something from that movie. <laughs> Start tattooing some lessons on his like body so that when he gets up in the morning, well, he can no, remind see, that's the himself. problem is he was tattooing lessons on his arm, but then he just he tattooed it so much he now just has an entirely black arm. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the explanation. Perfect. Yeah. But that that's the end of the episode, by the way. Is Ty being all sad? Yeah, it kind of ends on a real down a note. Sora. This is really yeah, like, a two-parter that they didn't make into a two-parter. Yeah, because basically the state of affairs is that Sora's gone, been kidnapped by a weird tiny brain computer robot, and then yeah, you've she's, got... There's she's no most, like, resolution to the, in this episode. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty much guaranteed to be dead right now. Like We can just assume <laughs> that she's gone, and they're going to get a replacement for her. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully someone who has episode. a slightly less terrifying bird mouth. <laughs> so there, Digimon. Yeah, that, that, that was an episode. I liked this episode, despite the yeah. two bizarre voicing. No, things. the episode has some problems. I have some questions about it, but it, like, there's Mostly some actual... involving Izzy's status as a wizard. Yeah, but there's, like, there's a bunch of decent explanation for the shit we've been seeing. There's using that information in a way that makes sense to advance plot. Yeah. And, like, there's some real, like, emotional growth and, like, just stakes to everything. Like, it's it's like an episode of an actual TV show. Yeah, this was, like, an example of what I remember Digimon being, not what I've been witnessing over the past few months. Yeah. It's good, and even the next, like, the next two episodes are also really good, especially episode 21, which I've said before is probably my favorite episode in the whole series. Really? Most favorite? Like, in Adventure, anyway. Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. Overall, my favorite episode is probably the resolution to Beelzemon's arc. Yeah, because that's Beelzemon, thanks. We've got a while to wait it's for that, though. Good. That's like the end of season three. We're so far away. Um, yeah, but these next few episodes in this episode really did <laughs> kick it up. Yeah. Oh fuck you! <laughs> God damn it, Tyler! No, bad. Let me. I'm I was going to say right that, now. and I only realized right before I said it. Well, that was I like saying. how also you and I both independently of each other use the phrase rad as heck to describe Digimon music simultaneously yes. in a form. I mean, it's, it's the most accurate description. <laughs> yeah, it is. God damn it. Anyway, uh, we did get, I did get some uh, podcast questions on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Looking forward to this. I mean, they're not as bad of a train wreck as they usually are, I'll admit that. Uh, that's not the fault of the um, audience, by the way. That's the fault of more just how we treat these questions and the fact that they're linked to Digimon somehow. So, <laughs> uh, so first question comes from a friend of the... Well, at least my friend, uh, Polly, at Days on Twitter. Which character has the best hair? Mm. Gomamon. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's already, like, 
That's true. That's true. So I kind of want to like link, just keep this only. You've got to, a red mohawk. It? It's the best. I mean, I'm not saying no, 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 no. I agree with you, but I'm saying that's almost too easy. So let's let's limit it to the Digi Destined only. Can we include uh, the O2 haircut because Mimi's has stars in it? Yeah. Also, Ken's uh, Digimon Emperor hair is pretty spectacular. <laughs> so, so you're just saying it's full of stars. <laughs> God damn it! I don't know. Like, yeah, Mimi's second season hair is pretty fucking amazing. Like, for what it is, it's bright pink hair with like red highlights running through it, and then just stars. They never explain what those are. They're not hair clips. They're not pins. Yeah, like, but that's some like. Biggest anime eye glitter. Like, I'd like to mention that season shit. one Mimi does not have pink hair. No, season one Mimi has like very regular, like just you know, light brown hair. Nothing too much about I, that. I assumed she dyed it. That's she dyes it. Pink. Oh yeah, those like star those stars though. That's naturally occurring. <laughs> <laughs> she has a, she has a condition. Oh, God. Also, isn't Ken's Digimon Emperor hair just a palette swap? Like Izzy's a spiky hair? afro. It's just Izzy's so, hair, though. Here's the, like here's the thing. Like, that hair is nothing like Ken's normal hair. Is he wearing no, a wig, Ken's or does he style like it? Yeah. Do you think every time he goes to the digital world, like, Wormmon spends, like, an hour getting his hair right? <laughs> no, I think that yeah. was, like... Because Ken was deliberately trying to be bad as the, the Emperor, so, like, I think his idea of being bad was having messy hair. Although I do have to give... Um, extra points to Ken's hair in Try. Because that is some stylish shit. Yeah, that's true. Actually, let me just have a look. Send you a yeah, no, yeah, it's actually, yeah. that's some real good, like, fucking awesome anime hair. Yeah, it's the most anime hair. <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. Yeah, the... The original, like, Adventure 1 hairstyles are so, like, boilerplate, cheap 90s anime. Yeah. Yeah. Although, um, Ty's hair in O2, it just, like, doubles in size for no particular reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like... His, and it's I like, love that. Yeah. So he grew Ty... as a kid, and so did his hair. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, his hair grew up. Literally. Yeah, his hair hit a puberty. It, it it just it's the same hairstyle and everything, but it's, it's just, just twice as big. It's just bigger. Hey, it's so, Ty, it's so Ty, stupid. Ty discovered volumizing shampoo. Up Probably. until now, that was just his natural hair. He had never given it volume. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm gonna say Co- I'm gonna say Cody has the best hair. Oh cut! <laughs> okay, awful. like so mean. Is is that okay? I answer this to me. Is that just really close cropped hair, or do, has Cody shaved it, and that's just how they're representing it? I I assume it's just like a close crop. Yeah, yeah, it has to be right. Um, what else would it be? Or, I mean, the other option is he has cancer. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, All right. next question I got from uh, um, on Twitter again, uh, Jeff Kroll. At Waffleman underscore. If mm. Agamon and Gabamon were on the moon and one killed the other with a rock, would that be fucked up or what? 
I hadn't read that question before. I just did. That's. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna right. go with. I'm gonna go with <laughs> yes. That sounds pretty <laughs> fucked up. I mean, how did they um, how did they get to the moon? Like, Gabumon's an astronaut, we, we which makes sense. We just discussed Izzy's wizard tunnel. Yes, Izzy's wizard tunnel went to the moon, of course. So do you think they're on that section of the moon that Rita's palace is on, where, like, you can inexplicably breathe? <laughs> so I just... Whoa. I've heard this meme so is much, the, but is just... The, <laughs> Digimon moon like the Power Rangers moon, which you can live on, apparently? I mean, yes. I would assume so, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, oh, it's Saban, so. <laughs> so just... Yeah, they're they're all part of the Sabanaverse. Jules cannot deal with this question. <laughs> so I'm gonna say the, the original the original scenario of the question. No, that's not fucked up. But the fact that it broke Jules makes it fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't understand. <laughs> I've seen this meme so much, but why is this one killing me? <laughs> She's the one with the questions, so do we just wait? This, this, this is this one. is why you this is why you vet the questions before you like no, introduce them to the podcast. The best thing ever. This is, I'm never gonna vet questions ever again. I'm just gonna read them blind on the show. <laughs> See, this is the problem with this is the problem with teenagers' attitude. Getting most of its questions from the Facebook group. I'm part of that Facebook group. I see them ahead of time. So when people so when people ask us like what cartoon characters we want to bone down on, like I'm prepared. You have time to prepare. You have a pre-prepared list ready to go. (laughs) Cut to credits. I'm done. <laughs> that was the last question we had, so. Alright. <laughs> oh, no, I see, I see two more. <laughs> so I got tagged in these ones. Oh, no, this is just for me. This one on yours. Oh, we did get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> Lady K. Hirsch on Twitter, who has asked us questions before. Mm-hmm. Um, has Jules seen the error of her ways and declared her love for Etamon yet? No, fuck Etamon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not in that way either. I was about to say, isn't that declaring your love? Uh, no, you, you no, can, there, you can have be you... in lust. <laughs> well, have you heard of hate fucking? <laughs> y- yeah, precisely, like... So, the answer to this question is Jules would hate fuck Etamon. I mean, depending on the circumstances, how much, how drunk I was, you know, depending, like... <laughs> Right. Sorry, that que- sorry that uh, the government the government government question just kind of fucked me up. For the She's just kind of thrown <laughs> off kilter. <laughs> I'm she still also asked, God damn it. Uh, favorite and least favorite Gundam series. Oh, um, this one I can kind of answer. I've watched about ten episodes of one Gundam series and maybe about <laughs> ten minutes of like, four or five others. Um, I'll I'll just get my answer out of the way first. Uh, my favorite Gundam series is that episode of Game Grumps where they play the uh, one Gundam fighting game, and Dan oh, picks Big Zam every yeah every time. That's pretty good. Yeah, like um, my favorite would have to be the only one I've seen, which is Double O, because 
Some of them was pretty good. The only one I've seen. I mean, I've seen honestly some of the original. I've seen uh, G Gundam, which is the famous one with the windmill Gundam, and also the super racist uh, sombrero <laughs> Crazy Gundam. racist one. Yeah, uh, but it's also got fucking shining finger and a a horse Gundam piloted by a horse, which is amazing. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, like seriously, there's okay. So is this that like Beta show, Ray Bill style horse, or like just an no, no? As in like okay, no, 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 no. It's, okay, it's literally like okay. So that shows that shows basically a sports anime. It's revolved around these space colonies, which are so are based around like different uh you know countries and nationalities on hmm. Earth, and they all gather around to settle like you know world disputes with Gundam battles, and so, one character named Gundam. Master- yes. What? <laughs> so I just wanted so to make sure I had that right. Yeah. So basically, there's one character named Master Asia, not fucking joking there, who has his own Gundam, and then he summons his horse, who then pilots its own Gundam, which is just a giant robotic horse, which his Gundam then rides. What? You, you can buy a model kit of this. How it's just does a, a horse ju- pilot a robot? Okay, because in G Gundam, all of the piloting, it's not like they're in cockpits, they're basically in, um... Oh, so it's like, like Pacific Rim style. Y- yes, they all they control it through their movements. So, the oh, horse, God. like, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up because, like, to go to get into the cockpit necessarily, like, you go through this thin, like, latex membrane, which puts on a special suit yeah. over you, and so you see a horse, like, kind of... Almost like it's being put in a glue factory in reverse, just kind of had this latex suit yeah. pulled over it. But yeah, that's a uh, hell. So... That's a hell of a statement right there. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking say um, horse in a reverse G- glue factory. <laughs> Another episode title um, contender right there. <laughs> too fucking many. Uh, so then we've also got uh, you know, there's also you know. Gundam Wing, which was the one a lot of people saw, um, because it was the first one to be dubbed in uh, English, and that Gundam has a lot of style, but it's got no fucking substance. Uh, that show is amazing because it has a Gundam called Death Scythe, and it is the most edgelord thing, and I love it, because it's just this all-black Gundam with a giant goddamn beam scythe. And then, yeah, right. when it gets upgraded... It gets a cloak, as in a giant bat cloak that folds over it as a stealth system. It's amazing. And then yeah. also, Gundam Wing also is the one that has heavy arms, which is famous for its fucking gif of heavy arms being the Gundam that has two double barrel miniguns on each arm, and then a mini, like, a series so of miniguns in its all chest. It's the guns. Gundam. Yeah, it's got all the guns. It's That's why it's called heavy arms. So wait, like, so, yeah, um, so you're talking, like, Mini guns on each arm, like, uh, Gargomon? Uh, not, okay, but imagine them as, like, actual guns he holds. Oh, that's way less interesting. True. <laughs> but still, they're double, they're, like, it's two mini guns on top of each other. Arms into guns, it's much cooler. Exactly, yeah, it's way it more pants. efficient. No, I've had this argument before, no, because then you can just cut off the arm and you fucked up that robot. This way the robot can just fucking let go of the gun and save itself. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure if you cut off that robot's arm it'll be fucked up regardless of if it's holding the guns or not. Oh no, but the thing is like <laughs> if you if someone's aiming f- to cut off the weapon, it can just drop the weapon last second and then punch that other robot that's trying to cut off its arm. Yeah, but you lose out on cool points. Which I mean, is yes, a giant robot. You can still punch somebody with a gun arm. 
<laughs> That's true. I'm not. I'm not saying you can't punch someone with a gun arm. I'm just saying that it makes more sense to me more to be able to drop the gun and punch someone than to damage the gun punching by punching them, someone. You could be shooting. Yeah. Them you can at shoot the same them in time. the face while you punch them in the face. It's win-win. I'm pretty sure it's been done in Gundam as well. I can't remember. But I mean, that's... yeah. <laughs> so that's it's Gundam, F, right? Yeah. Anyway, Gundam Wing. That's Gundam Wing. It's ridiculous. It's supposed to have a really deep political message about pacif- pacif- uh, pacifism. It doesn't. It's kind of <laughs> bad at that. Double O, which came in like 2006, 2007, actually handles that way better. It's been called "What if Gundam Wing was done right?" Basically, because <laughs> uh, it's just as ridiculous and it's Someone about. Or it was okay. Yeah, like it's also a lot of fun. It's also the joke that everyone on like the entire main cast on Double O has to be trans or non-binary because they're like we. You can joke about effeminate anime boys in most anime shows. Double O takes it to such a ridiculous degree. Like, it's kind of absurd. <laughs> um, <laughs> then, but also, okay, there's literally a character in Double O who doesn't necessarily have a specific gender, even though they're voiced by a guy. Also, they, in one episode, um, go undercover as a woman. And also, their Gundam is basically a smaller Gundam with slender proportions built into a bigger, bulkier Gundam. And they both have two names. Like, so when the, it, you know, jettisons the fucking bulky, bulky extra armor, uh, it becomes Gundam Nadle, which is the, a Native American term for two spirit. So they fucking knew what they were yeah, talking I remember about. That. Yeah, like, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty hard to doing. deny. I mean, it seems to the point where, like, that smallest, more slender Gundam has long flowing cable hair and high heels. Like, doesn't it have, like, a fucked up Cthulhu face? No, that's just the cable hair. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so double this O's question actually... this question was a jewel's trap, wasn't it? A little bit. Um <laughs> I think so, yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> double O and I'll just then just finally talk about Build Fighter series, which is probably my favorite one except for the second season. Because... I've actually seen like three or four episodes of Build Fighters as well and Build Fighters is great. Having had just those first few episodes, I was very confused. Like, okay, so... Because the very first episode <laughs> of Build Fighters ends with one of the characters... Like, this is set in just, like, not not in space with giant robots or anything. It's just, like, no. kids playing with gunpla toys that turn into, like, virtual reality fights for a video yeah. game. It's actual sports anime Gundam. Yeah. And the first episode of this somewhat, kind of maybe realistic sports anime ends with one of the characters being fucking teleported to another dimension. Because... And they don't mention it ever oh, no. again. No, 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 I'll say this, I'll say this. So they actually do, but also, they, they, <laughs> it becomes like a good plot point for the first third and the final third of the season. Because basically, <laughs> Bill I watched Fighters, like four okay. episodes of that, and he got teleported to another dimension and said, by the way, I'm a prince from another dimension. And then yeah. they just didn't talk about it. Well, no, they, they talk about it later on. Like, he straight up... Okay, so... That should be the primary so, plot, not, no, hey, no, can but you dude, pilot dude, dude, my dude, toy dude, robot? It actually, it becomes the primary plot. Yeah, but I mean, like, immediately. <laughs> no, just, because... Ever- just stop playing with the fucking toys. What the fuck do you mean? No, because I want to see them play with the toys. It's <laughs> a so, big deal. So, Bill Fighters is basically, hey, what if Gunpla kits that you actually build, if you put them on, like, a virtual reality platform, 
they can then become actual, you know, model kits you pilot in a VR space, and then you use that for competitive battles. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the entire conceptualization of the series was, um, so all of our money from Gundam comes from selling these kits? Yes! How can yes, we sell is, more of them? It is entirely fueled by the most egregious capitalistic capricious needs in the world <laughs> straight up but i still love it because it's actually really well done and also has the same head writer as double o which was hilarious but yeah so basically it's this one kid who isn't that great at piloting because he's too scared to break the models because he's really good at building really fantastic model kits and then one day a mysterious young boy roughly his age comes across them and says, hey, if you ever need help because you help me out, um, I'll, you know, come running to, uh, to your aid. And then he straight up does to help him pilot his own model kit and they become- He a- teleports. Yeah. And then he goes, at the end of the first episode, he just fucking disappears in a flash of red light and the main kid is like, what the fuck was that? And he just says, oh yeah, I'm a prince from another dimension. What? And then that's that for at least the next three episodes. Yeah. And then they just accept it, because what else can you do? Like, what else are you supposed to do? Like, he's just a kid who who's it's like, weird. he's a kid who lives above a model shop. What the fuck can he do? How can he explain <laughs> it to his mum? Like, hey, by the way, mum, my new best friend, yeah, a prince from another dimension. That's, that's oh, nice, uh, there dear. Is a, um... Yeah. And then Bill Fighters try is just... Bill Fighters try is like, oh, hey, it's the same capricious capitalistic intentions, but with none of the heart. <laughs> Sorry, someone just a picture on Twitter just popped up of um some cosplayers from the anime expo. Mm-hmm. All the Digimon cosplayers going in like a lineup against a bunch of Pokemon cosplayers. That's amazing. And this fucking Angemon cosplay, it's just. A dude in, like, a white suit with these balls, like, Velcroed on. Uh. This, uh, this, um, this makes for great radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I just yeah. had to share it's, it. Okay, it's yeah. so great. Yeah. The Algebra costume is shared by a dude in a white, in a skin-tight white bodysuit with just some, like, brown, like, metal cups attached to his body. <laughs> just, like, glued on. I mean, that's like, the rest pretty, of the costume is pretty He does have easy. wings, which looks yeah. fucking awesome. His wings are, like, the straps accurate. and, like... It's just, it's just the, the weird little... Like, and the fact that... supposed to be? Who knows? But also the fact that, like... <laughs> not, not, not shaming anyone. It's just the fact that these people are, like, have regular... The regular build of a regular human being. They're not super muscular or super fit like other humanoid Digimon. So it's just kind of a little... It's, it just adds to the ridiculousness. You know who has an awesome costume and fits it well? That wizard mon. That's a good wizard mon. Yeah, that's a good fucking wizard mon. <laughs> yeah, because that's what wizard mon looks like. Well, wizard mon has the added you know, benefit of having a baggy as fuck costume. Wizard mon is also great. like four feet tall. I mean, yeah, but he can't alter that, Tyler. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like when or you're maybe he can there. because a giant Agumon turns up. No, I'm saying in real in the real <laughs> oh, world him, yeah. with like the cosplayer, he can't change that, Tyler. You know who else has a pretty easy time of it with, like, Digimon costumes? Somebody trying to do one of the many, many female designs, because basically just show off a bunch of skin and you're good. Yeah. And have yeah. those weird, like, There really isn't any straps. detail. Yeah, there really isn't a whole lot of detail to those costumes. Just, like, cover up the naughty bits and you're done. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's 
unfortunately, most you know anime female characters, sadly. Maybe yeah. add some wings. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just also looking at this dude's Scyther costume and... Okay, <laughs> cool! It's like Scyther battle armor. Yeah, like... What? And also he's got, like, bandages on his chest. What? Yeah. Again, great radio costumes. for you folks at yeah, home. Yeah, we just... need to stop talking about these costumes. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm also just trying to keep my mind off the the, the moon question, because... Nope. <laughs> so um I think we'll finish it here. Yeah. Uh I guess you know what our sauna for this week can be? Beelman over here. God damn it, no, it's terrifying. Hey, we should also let we should also plug what else we do. Oh yeah, that too. God damn it, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have anything else, so I just forget. Oh thanks! <laughs> <laughs> Tyler doesn't give a shit about any of the other things do. So, Joel, what else do you do? So, I'm also on uh, Teenagers with Attitude, which is the same thing, but for Power Rangers. Um, It's, we've got more people, and yet somehow it's less of a mess. (laughs) Yeah, somehow, like... I feel like this show only works because it's such a huge mess. I mean, yeah... it's it's very much uh, the criticism matching the media sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, for my part, I've also guested on Teenage Mutant Attitude quite a number of times now. Actually, when I actually typed out how many episodes I was on, I was a little taken aback because I realized I've put a lot of time into your guys' project. Oh, you you have and not they, put they in that like much time in that episode. So I know, like in comparison to the rest of you regular hosts, yeah, no, oh, I've got hundred and sixty man hours. I think we decided. Fuck. Fuck. No way, that can't be season right. One. No, that's that's hundred and sixty like individual hours. Maybe no, that's God. not even close to right. We're well, it's yeah. 50, 52 episodes, two hours apiece. That's a uh, hundred and four hours of content times six p yeah that's 600 man hours yep that sounds about right yep so a lot of power rangers well and also i've guessed on the episodes where they don't talk about power rangers which is just as much of a wonderful mess especially yeah Yeah, so yeah think about this our power Power rangers Rangers episode uh, podcast has tons of episodes about non-power rangers yeah Including the upcoming bonus episode we recorded in a roguelike fashion for Starship Troopers Chronicles uh, Without permission. Yeah. A show we, feature. We got, yeah. we got tentative permission. Like, There's a, yeah. Stay tuned for our upcoming episode in which, which features none of the hosts of Teenage with Attitude and has nothing to do with Power Rangers. Yep. Not at all. I don't cool. think we actually mentioned Power Rangers in the entire episode. I feel like. That's not true. You had to have at some point. All I, of our conversations drift to Power Rangers eventually. We keep people keep getting mad at us for it. <laughs> do they? Do, wait, do they? Oh, on the forums. Oh yeah, no, yeah, but they can they can fuck off anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, you can also find me as I've been a guest on um, sister show, uh, totally reprise with uh, the wonderful guests uh, with not wonderful guests, wonderful hosts Ashley and Molly, also known as Ashley and the Moza. As you'll find on the most... <laughs> by the time this comes out, 
this episode will come out are uh, the episode I'm guessing on, which is about Australia and mind control and shopping malls. Wait, I'm sorry, there was a mind control episode and I wasn't notified? I mean, of course there's a fucking mind control Joel, episode. don't worry. Totally Joel, spies. Joel, you'll have other opportunities, trust me. Okay, good. I, I need to get myself on the list. Um, as well as that, uh, what else? I'm also on Twitter at GatsbyLow, and also I'm a writer for Women Write About Comics, um, where I just posted a 1600-word essay on Gunpla that got retweeted and shared by Austin Walker, formerly of Giant Bomb, so that's kind of fucked up in a beautiful way. Dude likes his Gunpla. I know! He liked it! He liked my article! I'm... Just I'm taking it back. In the corner. <laughs> yeah, just like I don't know. It's like if it's like if I don't know Joshua Seth fucking retweeted us. Like what the fuck? <laughs> that yeah, that would that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, it'd, be, it'd be like weird, but also really cool. But most importantly, really weird because the internet is a surprisingly tiny place. It would weird me out if like I, I already get weirded out when people send in questions and stuff, and I don't know who they are. Do people I don't know listen to this? Oh god. Yeah, we, we actually just, just we, we actually just recorded an episode of Teenager's Attitude where our two guests were hosts of a completely different podcast that none of us knew prior to this. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. See, like I said like 10 minutes ago, we'll finish up. So if you have any questions for us to read out on the show in another episode, you can Either tweet them to myself at digitalmoncast or to Jules at GatsbyLow or email them to us at digitalmoncast at gmail.com. And you can ask literally anything and I'll get recorded because we do not read these ahead of time. De- yeah, I'm definitely like never going to read out. these ahead of, ahead of time just because if you want to make me have a fucking breakdown, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um, okay, that's that's your challenge, <laughs> listeners. Destroy our podcast with your questions. <laughs> No, we just destroyed Jules. It'd be just so Jules. fucked up if Agumon killed Gabumon with a rock on the moon. It's just, that's so fucked up. Like. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see everyone next week, I guess. When, and, ho- um, and pray that Australia is still around. Yeah, maybe we'll have something going on next week. And, um, yeah. Hopefully there won't be any fucking ghosts in the episode, either. God, that's hope not. <laughs> Alright. But yes. Goodbye. Dark Network! Be over here! Huh? Well, so much for no fighting! And I know I'm right For the first time in my life That's why I tell you Better be home soon Stripping back the coats Of lies and deception Back to nothingness Like a week in the desert So, welcome to the Digital Moncast uh, election coverage of the federal election in Australia, 2016. (laughs) And shit's on fire right now. Um, Well, Uh, actually, okay, I wouldn't say on fire necessarily. It's more just 
non-existent? Ah. Just blinked out of existence? Okay, it's not necessarily a fire, it's when you're trying to start a campfire, but you want to do it the old-fashioned way with sticks, and you can't quite do it, but you're still stubbornly trying to do it, and nothing's just rubbing two wet, Just rubbing two wet sticks together in vain? Yeah, just I mean, yeah, that, something happens. Yeah, and oh god, okay, so where do we even start with this? Because, <laughs> like, honestly, the week before, like, nothing happened really last week, necessarily, because it was just the lead-up. Although the Liberal Party did launch its campaign a couple days before the election, which was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, like four days before the election. So, like, they had a big campaign launch. Like, you guys are a bit... You've had eight weeks to do this. Like, So the election was on Saturday, and we are recording this on Monday. Uh, there is no winner so far. <laughs> there isn't a winner yet! It's, oh, God. it's been two days since they closed the polls, and we still don't know who won. So. Okay. How? Well. So. God. Like. Okay. So. Postal votes (laughs) are a thing. Sure. Sure. For whatever reason, they're not going to be finished counting them until maybe today, so tomorrow's... No, tomorrow. It's oh, tomorrow. It t- as in, like, wait, because I, I, I couldn't confirm. They're starting they... counting them tomorrow. Oh, great! So they're starting counting the postal votes tomorrow, which are over yep. a million votes. Awesome. Yep. Ha- yeah. <laughs> so. Currently, the results are, out of the votes counted at the moment, 78.8% of votes have been counted. There are 150 seats. Uh, 65 of them to one party, 67 to another, and 5 to third parties. The rest are undecided. You need 76. I'll put it this yeah. way. My mum was away for the weekend at a wedding, and... She came back last night, and she the first thing she said as soon as she came in through the door, front door, was just, Hello! So we don't have a government yet, do we? <laughs> My mother was also away for the weekend. Uh, she's a very politically-minded woman, and she was mm-hmm. sending me messages. She was up at uh, doing wine tours and stuff. As you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she just said, Alright, we're going to have some drinks. Message me when we have a government. I think I found her one at like 3am that said, nope, shit's fucked, not happening. <laughs> now, you know, there's there's a contingent of people out there who would say this is government at its best. <laughs> well, this happened six years ago. Um, same thing happened when no one won enough seats and they made a deal with all these smaller parties. So, all right, you can have this, we'll give you this if you agree to this. But before this election, they said, we 100% will never do that again, because it was a bad idea. Politicians I mean, say yeah, that's of kind of, that's kind of, like, the antithesis of democracy right there. <laughs> <laughs> Negotiating <sighs> for positions. Just, like, so holy fucking shit. Have a government, and we possibly may have to go vote again. Yeah, we might have a second election. Because if no one can say, yeah, we can make a government, that's that's what has to happen. All right, 
back to voting. Okay, guys, we're going to do this again, and this time we're going to get it right, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Jesus, oh, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I- I'll say this. I'm not opposed to getting a second sausage chisel, but... <laughs> I am real upset that your sausage chisel was so goddamn fancy. <laughs> I'll put it this way. So, so okay, we- okay, f- to anyone who didn't listen to the last time we talked about sausage chisels, essentially it's just grilled sausage on a piece of cheap white bread with a bit of sauce, and if you want, some maybe onions some on onions. it. Yeah, maybe some onions. That that's up to you. No, ju- no judgment here or there. And the funniest thing was, I don't. I, I live in a well-to-do community, I guess. I mean, like, yeah, no, no fucking beating around the bush. I live in a what is known, fairly known as part of the rich suburbs. And at my voting place, which was just a public school, like all the parents are out, they were like setting up stalls to raise money for the school. So that, you know, you buy a sausage sizzle, and that goes towards the school. That's all. That's all good. Mine was five dollars. They're normally like two or three dollars. Oh wow! Sizzles. Mine was five dollars, but it was like hundred percent. Now I understand gluten- why it's so fancy. Well, I mean, it was a hundred percent gluten-free beef sausage. It came in an actual fucking bun that they pre-sliced for me, and that. <laughs> they gave me a shitload of onions, and I posted a picture of this and sent it to fellow Aussie friends, and one friend just spotted, what the fuck is this? Did you vote, or did you save someone's life to earn this? Because <laughs> no one gets a sausage sizzle that I got fancy. my my $2 sausage on bread, mm-hmm. and that's like all they sold. You could get a can of Coke for like $1.50. My place had like... Good. Had like homemade fudge and toffee apples and yeah, marshmallows you bought, like, and cakes. A toffee apple and desserts and shit. Yeah, I bought a green meringue. What, like it was really what good. What is this? And there's a homemade lemonade stand there as well. Oh, this is ridiculous! <laughs> this is bullshit. Didn't a friend of yours also like buy a, a plant at there? Yeah, that was actually um one of the hosts of another Digimon podcast. Oh God. But- <laughs> There's two Australians <laughs> oh, on another Digimon podcast. What the fuck fucking is small world we live in. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But yeah, she bought, like, a plant. I- cool. <laughs> like, what kind of plant? Like, a flower? A, a fern? I, I, I don't even remember. She posted a picture of it. It was, like, in a bag. But why did it- Apparently it cost less than the sausage. That's fucking amazing. What kind of sh- weird-ass sausage sizzle sells plants? I mean, like, it depends where it's- That aren't onions. I mean, <laughs> you've, you've basically got a captive uh, audience there. Like, if you're going to try and yeah. hawk some merch, that's a place to do it. You're going to get a lot of eyes on it. I mean, straight up, like, my place was also selling flowers. Like, you want to buy some $18 flowers after you vote? Go for it. Good lord. Like, you want to talk about <laughs> impulse buying, I mean- you- yeah, a bunch of people who are just who are high on democracy, I had just to, eager like, to spend. I was yeah. lucky because I for, I normally don't carry change with me, and I um, happened to have some, so I almost couldn't buy a sausage. I was going to get a second <laughs> one, but I didn't have enough money. So if you if you realize as you walk out that you forgot your wallet and um, like can't buy a sausage, can you have your votes nullified? Because like, what's the <laughs> point at that point? <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, cancel that one. I'll be back in, like, an hour. I mean, I was sad for everyone who didn't get a democracy sausage. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? I know people who've never had one. I'm like, what the f- what? They set it up real bad at our polling booth. Because 
you walk into the building in the school and vote, and then, you know, you go in the store, you come out the other door. But they obviously set it up backwards, because to get to the sausage sizzle, you went out the exit door, you had to walk back through the line of people waiting to what go in. What the fuck? No! Like, my place had it Just set up do it the smooth. other way around! You, like, uh, my place had it so the second you exited the fucking room with the ballots, there was just straight up the stand. Sausage yeah. sizzle, like that's what would See, have happened think, if they'd done it properly. You had to walk I think past the, other the way, sausage sizzle to get in. I think the other way makes sense because you get a sausage and you have something to eat while you're working on your ballot. Speaking of the ballots, oh Christ! Okay, yeah, let's get into this. Uh, how long do you think it was, Jules? Over, what do you mean? It was like, over in terms a of... meter. Yeah, like it was. Why well, are you asking me like how long it was in terms of physical length? Like yes. Yeah, like, that was at least the, the height of a small child, I'd say. Who's, like, a meter long. Yeah. These are less paper. ballots and more scrolls. And it really is, they, like, that's the thing. They shove you into those tiny little booth, cardboard booths, and it's like, okay, yeah, just go fill this out. You can't actually fit the ballot in the booth. No, it has, yeah, you it has to go to, up the walls. Or yeah, you have to have one half, the half you're writing on, on the actual, like, table, and the other half up the fucking wall of your goddamn booth, because you can't, the amount of people you'll hear next to you going, what the hell is this? Every single election. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously the, the people who are just voting for the first time, because you see them, they get handed the sheet, and they just go... What the fuck? Well, the, the, the hilarious part is that that's for the Senate. They get, like, handed your, uh, you know, representative's card, and it's, like, number one to eight. And it's this tiny yeah, it's card like, in like comparison. five people on it. And it's yeah. just a tiny little card. And then they go, and here's your Senate paper. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the best thing is, like, okay, after you fill, you finish filling your ballot, you put in, like, these two separate um uh, boxes to put them in, and you can fit the representative one into this other box, easy. But the, the exact, but the exact, but the the exact same size boxes with the exact same size slots. So you have to fold up your Senate ballot five times over at and least to fit it in. Too fat to fit in. You have to like force it. You basically have to know origami to get that shit in. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. And every time there's just like a volunteer who's standing by to make sure you don't put it in the wrong place or you don't screw it up or you don't rip anything. And every time they have the most bemused look on their face, like, and how is this person going to figure this shit out? Like. <laughs> just because it's somewhat relevant and i find it funny there is a uh a seat in melbourne called batman because melbourne was partly founded by a man named john batman mm-hmm. and for so a while can... the seat of batman was held by the Shadow Minister for Justice. <laughs> See, I, I can't tell if you're ta- talking about real things or not. Like, no, no it's like, real. Because that's because when you have like the majority party in control of the government, the other party are known as the Shadow Cabinet or the Shadow Ministry. So yeah, I've I've been learning a bit about that recently. What with all the yeah, stuff from- going on in England. Yeah. yeah, so it's just funny seeing, like, the shadow, like, that was the, the funniest thing when- Minister for Justice. Because most schools will normally, like, at least here on the East Coast, uh, especially in Sydney and Melbourne, most schools around, uh, like, you know, sixth grade, you'll have a trip to the capital, of course, just to, you know, visit, see what it's like, all that stuff. Because that's when they start teaching politics. Like, politics, like, at when least- Right, like so that's when you start getting your ballot folding classes and- <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, like- Man, I wish. <laughs> God, that actually- 
actually be a way more useful uh, like skill to have. But oh, yeah. the best thing is like they bring you into like basically a mock room of what it's like, and like they want you to you know have a bit of fun role playing. But no one wait is it called like, is it called democracy? Oh god, it should be. It should be. But the best thing is all the kids just want to be like shadow ministers because it sounds so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that sounds like something out of a cartoon for sure. Yeah, who doesn't want to be the shadow minister for defense? Like, <laughs> the shadow minister sounds like the sinister villain that's behind an evil organization that you don't get to meet till the final like five episodes. It's straight up like short of the fucking villains. I think in <laughs> you know in Engine Sentai Goonjo, which are known as the crime ministers. The crime ministers. <laughs> Holy shit! Fantastic. Like just in English? Like is that an English I'm one? Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's something like that. I'll double check, but I've always loved that. If that's just like a pun in English, no, yeah, that's actually yeah, that's the name of one of the ca- one of the villains, Crime Minister, Crime Minister. <laughs> oh, I can't remember pronounce his last name, but yeah, I'll just fucking send you it. Like it's in English. I'm fairly sure. What? That's incredible. Like, <laughs> the kids wouldn't get that. They don't speak English. <laughs> oh, it's wow. just because he's the minister for crime. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like like a pun, like one word, like crime minister. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, he is oh, the crime minister. That's much less interesting now. Oh, I don't know. Crime minister is still pretty fucking amazing. No, I, like, that, I, I, that's how I interpreted it, and I still think that's awesome. <laughs> It, it's good, but I, I honestly thought it was like the greatest joke ever until. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so going back to Australian politics from whatever the yeah, fuck I just said. Speaking, yeah, speaking of crime ministers, yeah, speaking, speaking of crime ministers and shadow cabinets and the fucking Harry Potter bullshit we end up in. Um, <laughs> God, so okay, let's go over some of the. Po- oh, God, I I need to talk about the science party. Because oh, yeah, okay. they exist, don't they? I mean, okay, the science party, fine. Like, they're fairly inoffensive. They are fine in every regard. I've been to some science parties. They weren't, you know, real <laughs> ragers, but got some good conversations in. <laughs> science so, slumber parties? So, but there is a candidate in Did the science party. see the Goofy movie? Who is... <laughs> oh, it's been very long time ages. Ago. <laughs> but there is a candidate in the science party called... His name is Meow Ludo Disca Gamma Meow Meow. Oh, yes, he exists. So he, I'm going. Is he, I'm going is, he a repre- is he a representative from uh, the neighborhood of Make Believe? <laughs> I mean, that's I just assume he's related to like Vermin Supreme. <laughs> but then this, <laughs> like, who, honestly, it's such a brilliant move. Who wouldn't vote for someone with yeah, a name like that? Exactly. You think you like us? Thing you can't even make an informal, like, shitty, jokey vote because it's just there on your ballot, like. <laughs> Yeah, anyone who was just going to go like, oh, I don't care who I'm going to vote for, absolutely vote for the dude with the awesome yeah. fucking name. And you end up voting for an actual decent party. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, the funniest part of this is that um, there is a very well-known um, election analyst in Australia. He uh, does it for the ABC. He's well-known. He's been doing it for decades by this point. And he just sent out this tweet, and I'll describe what he's <laughs> the pose he's making in this picture I'm about to send. Oh, yeah. Once uh, Joel has seen it. Anthony Green, he is a bloody hero. <laughs> I have to click this because it didn't all come through in the chat. 
No, no, you need to see the picture. Yeah, you need to click it. This is like very well respected analyst. <laughs> so the best thing, okay, Anthony Green. Imagine he is a very typical old white guy in a suit. Like that's the basic picture you need, and it's him. His tweet was say, uh, "Is this is my reaction if Science Party candidate Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow wins uh, Grandula, which was one of the electorates, and it's him, this old white dude in a suit, like." Putting up jazz hands while giving the biggest grin <laughs> on like and a he's wearing like a polka dot tie. And the best thing is, <laughs> there were so many things of people There's so many jokes him. of it. Like, like someone, one of someone, him standing in front of a liquor cabinet, and you know, it's and like say, this is me after the coverage. Yeah, after after we finish, <laughs> we're drinking gin, and then like yeah, no, this, this is this is on a pale white background, <laughs> which makes it like perfect for cutting yeah, absolutely out. Absolutely designed. Then, like, the only way it could have been made better for photoshopping was if he was standing in front of a green screen. Yeah, the the best one I see is him put in front of the um the famous Casey Green comic of this is fine. Like, with yeah. all the fire in the background. This is fine. Everything's yeah, this is fine. Because <laughs> he's the so guy far. where, if he says, you know, I'm making a prediction about this election, he's probably right. There was and basically a... He's, yeah. One of the I, highlights of every election is watching him fuck up technology. Oh, it's amazing. He's, he's an incredibly clever dude, and he makes oh, he all is... of this modeling and yeah. statistics. Like, and there's makes, a reason like, he is, like, a well-known... Election yeah. analyst. Like, and he's every that. election, they put him on the TV and he has like this, his own computer set up and like a touch screen thing that he can bring up any information he wants on and he just can't do it. <laughs> he just <laughs> consistently fucks it up. Also, there's literally an official part of the ABC website that is, that's called, Has Anthony Green called the election yet? Yeah. <laughs> he's. <laughs> that is like. You can also just type that into Google. Our Fox. government has, broadcaster. Yeah, has Anthony Green called the election? And it's just a picture of him standing very stoically on a blue background with it saying, "Has Anthony Green called the election?" No, in big <laughs> fucking letters, like n, like uppercase no. n, lowercase o, full stop. No, <laughs> like yeah, he's great. And then just what like this whole thing's been a Wait. fucking shit they, fest. They started counting the votes at like seven o'clock and that's when they started the broadcast coverage i think they finished at about 1 a.m something like that yeah because we were still up drinking <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah my girlfriend my right partner, my partner would... was literally double fisting cider and soju at the same time because of this uh, you had the right idea <laughs> my parents did as well i think they were getting smashed at the same time nice i think i went to sleep at like three o'clock and woke up at midnight. Yeah, because I saw you online still, like, super late. <laughs> yeah, because I, I fell asleep, like, at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, all right, who won? Oh, nobody. Cool. <laughs> God, like, yeah. I literally, while preparing for this, I just want to get any of the, see if there's any more news we- recently. And just ten hours ago, again, ABC um, uh, posted, like, just an article on the website, and the title is literally just called What Just Happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? We, will, we don't have Asking a the hard What questions. happens now? And just, and then you've also got, like, the actual results in state-by-state state cases, like, I am really sorry what happened sorry. to your state, Tyler. I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, I like that. I'm sorry for what happened to your state, but you're also sorry well, for sorry what implication for, that has for the rest of our fucking government. Of 
So, so yeah, we talked 20 about years Pauline- ago or so, Pauline okay. Hanson was a big thing. We talked about her. Yeah, we talked about her. She's the one who said there's no, you know, two Wongs don't make a right. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. The danger yeah. of being swamped by Asians was her yeah. maiden speech. Uh, she's back. She won a seat in the Senate. Somehow, some fucking help, enough people wrote of her where she won a goddamn seat in the Senate. On the bright side, that means we're getting a resurgence of Pauline Pants down. <laughs> yeah, I want to see 2016 Pauline Pants down, but my... But the best... The the funniest thing that resulted from that was um, uh, a ju- uh, journalist uh, doing live coverage when they went to her live to, you know, give her, you know, some... Wasn't a journalist, it was a politician. Oh, that's right, it wasn't another, was another politician, wasn't it, Christ? It was another politician, they crossed <laughs> to her to say, like, congrats, he was just in the studio during their coverage as and, their and, correspondent. And, and, just and, some back, and just some background, Pauline Hanson right now has taken her uh, her sights off of Asian Australians onto now Muslim Australians. Yeah. Of course, yeah, that's the, that's um, the popular thing to hate. So they cut days. to her at her uh, campaign headquarters, and they were saying, you know, congratulations on you know, getting back into the Senate. And then this other politician says, as my congratulations for one day, I'd like to take you out to lunch in Sydney and we can grab a halal snack pack. <laughs> okay. Which is a massive uh, thing now is yeah. halal snack packs. So, yeah, there's been this whole, again, it's part of the whole shitty Islamic phobic fear mongering of just, oh, halal means awful, halal means dangerous, oh, it has halal links to terrorism. terrorism. Yeah, when it's like, even the Australian Federal Police have officially said there are no links between halal food and terrorism. And the funniest thing is that the halal snack pack is probably the most Australian kind of food. It's just a cardboard box it is full of meat. a cardboard box of greasy ass meat. It's just meat, Sounds chips, amazing. and melted cheese. The best thing is, is it has chips They're on the bottom. So good. It's, it's cheese in the middle, and then you've got the hot meat on top, so it melts the cheese onto the chips, and it's just spicy sauce drizzled over it. It is amazing. They are so tasty. So it's and... really weird when people just go, no, we don't want halal snack packs, they're fun terrorists. Oh, fuck you, they don't, and also they're delicious. Go to hell. But yeah, her response was, no, I, I, I don't like that. Uh, I, I do not support halal, and neither does 98% of Australia. 98%. Um, 98%. When, when asked about what she had learned uh, in the time that she'd been away from politics, uh, her response was, I don't need to learn anything. <laughs> a refreshingly a honest woman. answer from a politician. <laughs> yeah, she. Um, I'm very sad that she's back. <laughs> God, there's actually currently um a Quexic uh <laughs> um movement for Queensland exit to get rid of Pauline Hanson. Yeah, that's just, not yeah, like, just a like Queensland wants to leave. That's a right. No, it's more of an amputation thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Just like yeah, can, can we, we kick we... them out? Yeah, can we Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes saw Queensland off? <laughs> I would be willing to take the hit for the good of the No, nation. Tyler, we'll, we'll get a bridge. Don't worry. You can. <laughs> we'll get your family across. It's like. <laughs> oh, man, you'll have to sneak out the good ones, like, in the middle of the <laughs> no, night. Yeah, no, it's, it's like fucking Deep Impact. Do you win the lottery to save your family to get out? Like, to the bunker? Like... <laughs> Draw your name in a school auditorium and see who, 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 which family gets to survive the fucking quicksit. <laughs> yeah, there's a, I have a nice picture here of um, your quintessential Australian polling booth. <laughs> so, yep, that was this year, by the way. Yeah, at the booths there is um, four people voting. There's a guy who's 
wearing like a hoodie and pants with his daughter riding on his shoulders. There's a guy in the hoodie and shorts. There's a woman in leggings. And then there is a guy wearing nothing but swimmers that say pussy magnet on his ass. Yeah, just a pair of bright red speedos with white text on his ass saying pussy magnet. Yep. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Yep. I'm just going to assume do. that's what all polling places are like. I've never been to one. I mean, <laughs> a wo- the woman next to me in my polling place brought in her dog. And it's like, this is it's like so yours. I mean, yeah, like, it was great that my polling place also, everyone just brought their fucking dog, which was amazing. But still, like, you don't bring the dog into the actual polling place. <laughs> no. Like, it wasn't a service dog or anything. It was just her pet dog. And it's like. Wait, wait, are you against dogs voting? <laughs> I, I, can, I, I can either confirm or deny this. Uh, you, uh, you should seek my representative. I think dogs should a... be able to vote. <laughs> I, I, I think dogs should vote. I'm not saying dogs should not. I, God, I actually, you joke, you fucking joke. My mom actually seriously brought up that point when I told her the anecdote. What? <laughs> As in, I, 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 I told her like, why did you? Like, I was just saying, why would someone bring their dog into the little polling place? And she goes. Oh, they're tax-paying citizens as well. I went, no, mom, they're not. No, they're, they're not. not. They're not. They're not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if if you hired a dog to do a job, they, I'm sure they would have to pay some of their income back to the state. What? Well, just like, and she said, <laughs> you well, imagine they the tax dude standing up and saying, "So your dog has uh, unpaid taxes." Man, how embarrassing it would be if your ta- if your dog got a better tax rebate than you did? I mean, not terribly <laughs> embarrassing because it would probably just be kibble. <laughs> But, like, I then asked her to clarify her position, you know, fair enough. And she, was, she right. said, okay, maybe not necessarily tax-paying citizens, but they're still Australian citizens. I'm like, they're not um, part- They're dogs. They're- I, was, I, just, I just stood there in the kitchen just staring <laughs> at her going, what? Like, that should be the easiest thing in the world to refute, and yet. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, it was not like I have fucking details, because I was like, I, I don't have the data for this. Like... Yeah, I, I, she, I know she pulled, this is she wrong, but fu- I can't articulate it. She pulled the fucking <laughs> airbud gambit on me, and it worked. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is my mom who cried at like the news of the um the Mars rover being stuck there for years. Like, that that is kind of sad. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Like, th- I inherit a lot of stuff from my mom, but this is very much the case where okay, it plays happy birthday to itself. Yeah, I told her Ooh. that, and she cried. Ooh, more. that's sad. <laughs> uh. But, like... <laughs> I love that someone had the foresight to go, you know, this thing's gonna be stuck on Mars for a while. Let's, uh... Let's make sure we put happy birthday on it. And then it turned into the most morbidly horrible thing. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so... God, what else can we... Is there anything else to talk about with no, this shit five election? It. We, it, we... Yeah, people are saying, we might not know who wins for a month. That... And you don't have any, and you don't have any like contingencies in place for this. Not really, because nope. like this has. We just have to vote again. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the thing but... where it's we don't know. We no one could have necessarily predicted this as a probable outcome. So see, I'm Whoops. for all the flaws in the American election system, like in the case that a election was contested to the point where nobody can win i'm pretty sure we've got people who can make decisions in their stead i mean like we still like 
We still kind of, I guess we still have a government, but I mean, it's we not have like- a, We have a caretaker government, which means that they can't, they basically, all they can do is just say, yep, we're paying the money for everything that's happening. See, they I guess- They can't change anything, they can't make anything new, they can just pay the bills. I guess the benefit to the American system is that we've got the different branches and they don't all like reset at the same time. So we'll have like we- senators <laughs> and representatives who can still do a lot of stuff who weren't elected this cycle. Yeah, see, normally that's what would be happening. We would normally have half of a Senate that would mm-hmm. just be, they would be set. But if you remember, we call the double dissolution, which means they dissolve right, both right. houses and reelect them at the same time. So. It's kind of like, like uh, what we have at the moment is like government Airbnb. Like <laughs> our government took a holiday and now whoops, their flight got canceled and they're trying to organize some roundabout ways to get back home. And the tenants are just like, so do we pay? Do we still pay for like the amount we're staying here? Like what, what's going on? Like, you know what? I actually, I don't know. I've, I've changed my mind. I wish that could happen in America. We'd probably get more done. Probably, yeah. <laughs> or at least you 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 keep some of the bad shit from happening. Like it'd be I mean, a political damn. Happened, we got more done in three years than we had in the, like ten years before. So who knows? Yeah, but then like that led to a lot of shit that's that's now coming yeah. to pass this year. So like yeah. we kind of got haunted by the ghosts of political past. And I mean, no matter what happens, our current prime minister is going to lose his job. Regardless of whether or not he wins the election, he, he, the, like he was so fucking sure this wouldn't happen, he like just front of the fucking newspaper headlines and like, <laughs> God, it's all Wait, gone to shit. So he could so he can win. He can win his well, position and still won't his, have it. His whole leadership was because they kicked out the old leader because he was horrible and he, they were going to lose the election. And he said, "I'll do it and I'll win the election." And Whoops. no one really liked him. <laughs> like, but he said, "I can win you the election if you put me in charge." But no one liked what he. No one liked. Well, because the problem was party. he just he just kept the continuation of the shitty policies. Yeah, of the previous guy. If they don't win, or even if they win, but just by the tiniest of margins, they're going to say, "Well, you didn't do what you were going to tell what you told us you were going to do." So fuck you. It's like no, he's just looking out. for an excuse to oust him. Basically, I mean, yeah. if it's like he was looking. It's like if he, it's like he thought the bare minimum for being prime minister after the shit show that was Abbott was just to not eat an onion on live TV. If only it was that <laughs> I mean, easy. He was right. I mean, yeah, like if only it was that easy to actually be a successful prime minister. But to continue such things as like, oh, we're not going to necessarily, you know, legalize same-sex marriage, but we're going to introduce a plebiscite, which is essentially a vote that will allow the people to decide. Which on paper sounds fine. But then you so get to the $160 million, and they said we're not going to necessarily, like, stick to that. If yeah, you like still he oppose said, it, we're still going to let you oppose it. Yeah, he said it. no matter the actual, like, result of the plebiscite, like, ministers could still veto against it or just not give a shit. So... You can still vote no if you want, even so if... So he you... wants to have his gay cake and eat it, too, is what I'm hearing. Pretty yes. much. And, like... Oh, my God. Just... I think... <laughs> We should start finishing on that, because this has gone on for a while. I mean, it's our regular Australian... Like, look, we don't have a government, Tyler! Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> we don't look, have... We gotta get, we gotta get the Australia cast in while we can, because in a while there may not be an Australia to cast about. Right? Yeah. We're gonna be New New Zealand. Like, Oh, God. Newer Zealand? <laughs> Newer Zealand. <laughs> 
New Zealand 2.0? Oh, oh, Jesus. Two Zealand? Tulin? I don't know. Fuck it. Two Zealand. Where, where is good. Old Zealand anyway? Uh, um, Netherlands. Okay, that makes sense. I'm pretty sense. sure it's like a. I don't know what they call them there, like a district? No, it wouldn't be district. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, yeah, just name a fucking, it's an like, area country. of the Netherlands <laughs> is Zealand. That's like, I don't know, I just thought, suddenly thought of, like, naming an entire country Chicago. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> New Chicago? It would be like naming a country, uh, uh like, New California. Yeah, like well, a well, New California, I'm- like, Republic, maybe? <laughs> or, or if we're talking about districts and electorates, we can just you know, name a country new Batman. I'm so yes. mad that they didn't just so name Dick Melvin Grayson. Batman. <laughs> they should have just named Melvin Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it was a possibility. They were genuinely considering naming Melvin Batman. Australia is Australia has come to creation through a series of decisions where we kept hoping for heads, but we kept flipping tails. <laughs> there's, there's still a Batman street. Still exists. It's not. It's not enough. It's not fucking enough. You know. <laughs> All right. That, that's mania. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to end the Australia segment. P- yeah. Please hope that we have some form of functional government <laughs> by the end week, of the week. Maybe we have a government. And maybe hope we that, won't. And hope that if we do have another fucking election, that we don't keep Pauline yeah. Hanson somehow. More sausages. Yeah, more sausages. That, that's so a... I've I've come to the uh, decision that the uh, elections were rigged by Big Sausage to try and <laughs> you know increase <laughs> well, the number was... of elections that take place. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funniest yeah, thing is sausage. the the funniest thing is is that the an actual requirement when you go to the um polling place is that it says specifically um you know like the instructions online and then when you actually when you actually sit down and uh see someone to get your ballot paper they say they actually ask you your know, your name your address um and such and they ask have you already voted in this election or not how are people going to be able to answer that <laughs> if we have another election cuz <laughs> everyone's going to have like yes but also no I, mean, I voted like a month ago <laughs> Right, yeah, we should finish this up. We're fucked. Um, Australia's fucked. That's yeah, it. shit's fucked. Hopefully it will be unfucked. <laughs> Alright.